through the love of the divine feminine, we shall find our way back to the wisdom of the heart. Aloha, friends, shifters, light guardians, multidimensional dreamers within this beautiful holographic reality. Thank you so much for joining in once again to another live team podcast that we do here through Paradigm Shift Central, a portal for conscious creators and leaders. My name is Mystic Spider-Man, aka Skull Babylon, Wolf Shield, Brendan. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. Tonight's topic, very, very powerful, very, very important topic, is going to be related to the theme of spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine and we have an amazing circle here tonight and as we get into this just quick note apologies if the video and the audio is a little bit out of sync we'll get that fixed as we go throughout the broadcast but for those of you in the youtube chat please feel free to drop an 11 11 in the chat to be able to confirm that you guys are here and that you can hear us okay and as we get ready to roll into this broadcast of course i'm joined by some fellow amazing light workers light guardians shifters and so for everybody here just encouraging you in the next moment to gently unmute your microphones and let's send some noise send some wolf howls make send some love make some noise to all the people out there let's invite them into the space so go ahead everyone gently unmute your microphones and when you're ready wolf howl let them hear you <laughs> beautiful awesome good job team all right you guys can gently put the microphones back on mute as we get ready to roll into this and so again for those of you who may be new if you're here for the first time Go ahead, drop a 333 in the chat. A reminder for everybody here who's in the YouTube chat, you guys are a part of the conversation as well. So thank you for being here. Thank you for holding, helping hold this sacred digital space that we are creating together as a community. And so again, the, the bigger intention, this is about being able to create space to practice having these discussions. And these discussions, like they are they are not uh, they are not like fruitless, you know, they are not just, oh, this is just for fun. Like these are actually very meaningful discussions because this is giving the opportunity for, for spirit, for the universe to be able to, to see itself, to, to express itself, to speak. So literally, as we have these discussions, you know, this is this is us like kind of like evolving our consciousness just by being able to to share and listen and learn and to inspire one another. So the intention of this broadcast, this is about being able to create a space and to practice having these discussions related to spirituality, metaphysics, life, and to be able to, again, continue to hold space for that collective inspiration as we continue to support each other on this journey of shifters, people who are intentionally helping assist with a shift in consciousness through acts of creativity, compassion, and personal development. So if you guys are new for the first time, again, please feel free to click all the links afterwards. You can follow us on TikTok as well as the other creators. You'll find the links for them uh, in the info down below as well as their other social media platforms. Uh, other quick house cleaning notes. Thank you again to our Patreon supporters. You help make these broadcasts possible. Patreon is where you can support the ongoing productions that we do for the project by joining with a monthly contribution. And if you sign up at $11 a month, you can join as a leading member, which gives you access to our private community space, access to join on air for podcasts like this in the future that we do every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, access to our private uh, community collaborative meetings for conscious creators, access to me as a conscious media creation coach and mentor, and discounts for the shop and lots of cool stuff. So thank you to our Patreon supporters and thank you again to everyone. And so with that said, we're going to get into this discussion. And as we do this, we're going to start off the same way we start off many of these these discussion circles is to basically be able to practice doing a little bit of meditation to just be able to anchor ourselves in with a little bit of meditation first and then through that meditation just again kind of like being able to just 
see each other to bring us into that heart space and then from there we'll we'll move into the continued discussion so let's practice with a little bit of meditation first so thank you again everyone for being here and this is just kind of like a regular routine that we do so we'll just do this as we just kind of invite each other into this shared vibration so beautiful all right thank you again everyone <clears throat> so with that said just inviting everybody here to just close their eyes when you're ready, gently begin connecting with your breath. Soft, gentle inhales and soft, gentle exhales. Finding that rhythm, feeling the moment that the inhale meets the exhale. Just take a moment here to even just straighten up your posture, open up your chest, relax your face, give your body permission to arrive to be present in this moment, arrive with this breath in this moment. And so as we're breathing here, let us just bring ourselves into the space of gratitude, inviting you if you want, gently put your hands even just over your heart. And as you do this, just taking a moment to imagine all, all of us, every single person tuned into this, sitting in a circle, a very special circle, a very sacred circle. You can just imagine us like sitting on the floor of a yoga studio or some sort of sacred space could even just be out in nature it's up to you but just take a moment here focusing on the circle and within this just taking a moment to just imagine the different faces around this circle really just practicing connecting with each other energetically within this heart space we may not physically be in the same space but we allow ourselves to be into into this shared heart space so make room in your heart for the other people here in this circle tonight Say hello to them, express your gratitude, and receive that gratitude in return. And so, just taking a moment here to breathe. I'm just going to let you just be quiet just for a few moments, meaning I'll just stop talking for a few moments. And while you're in this space, just speak any words of kindness to those who have joined us here tonight in this circle. So just take a moment here in this gratitude and just be in your own silence just for a few moments. Go ahead, just take a few breaths. Be in this moment. Beautiful. So as we move into concluding this short little meditation, again, just kind of taking a moment here in the space of gratitude, thanking everyone for showing up, thanking everyone for listening, thanking everyone for simply being who they are. Beautiful. And slowly from here, we'll carry this vibration, we'll carry this gratitude with us throughout this entire discussion and beyond. And gently, when you're ready, bring your awareness back to your physical body. And slowly wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. All right, awesome. Welcome back, everyone. So, so with that said, we're going to get right into this discussion. And um, quick little note for anybody. Uh, if you guys haven't yet, you can always find like MP3s of this discussion afterwards. That way, so you can listen to it. If you have to jump out early, you can always listen to the MP3 on the go on your mobile device. So 
So moving into this discussion, spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine. Every time that we do these podcasts, not every time, but a lot of the time, um, at least within the past little several months, I've kind of like approached them in this idea where I, I almost like don't have a full set of schedule ahead of me. Like I don't plan like three weeks in ahead in terms of what the podcast episode will be. And part of the reason for that is literally just because with the way the world's working right now, sometimes things are happening like so fast. And so when I approach these podcast discussions, what I've been doing, I've been intentionally basically approaching them with this question of like, what is needed? And, and I'll ask myself that first, like what is needed for this week? You know, like what is needed for where we are right now in our story? And so that's why like every week it's gonna be a little bit different, but for this week, when I asked myself that question, again, what came through was, oh yeah, like divine feminine. I, I even from my own curiosity, I would love to be able to just kind of like sit in a circle bring together amazing people and just kind of listen to a bit of that discussion, listen to a bit of that wisdom, because I think that's something that a lot of us need to hear right now, like even even as a collective. So so for tonight's discussion, what we'll do, we'll go around to the circle first and even just propose that basic uh, question that I even posted on social media and we'll be able to share some of the comments from social media as well, is basically what do you think of when you think of the concept of of spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine what does that mean to you if someone were to just ask you oh explain to me what does spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine mean what does that mean to you and so throughout this discussion tonight this discussion again the intention for this is to create to continue to move this narrative forward and this narrative is one of inspiration this narrative one is self-actualization and this narrative is also one of self-empowerment and, and that self-empowerment goes hand in hand with healing uh, as well. So just as kind of like a preface, this discussion tonight, without fully knowing where it will go, because this really is just practice, it's really a chance for spirit to show up, understanding that, you know, I hope that through this discussion tonight, we can kind of cultivate wisdom that will help assist us within this collective healing journey life is a one collective healing journey and i feel that the the sacred the divine feminine carries with it a lot of that wisdom a lot of that wisdom and i think that's again why i'm like okay let's listen to that so that's going to be um part of the discussion tonight and so we'll go around the circle in a second and actually what i'm going to do i'm actually going to start off um just by adding my own little piece of my heart by sharing a little bit of some poetry and so this is a poetry that i actually wrote on Mother's Day. So related to the specific kind of like archetype of the mother, but within this very much also about like the, the mother goddess, the divine feminine. So I'm gonna read that. And then from there, we'll pass it to the next person. And if I can actually get um, whoever wants to jump in next, like go ahead, put your hand up right now and I'll pass it over that way so I can know who I'm passing it over to. So just give me an idea of who wants to be able to jump in uh, after me first. And I know uh, everybody's just like, who's gonna do it? Is it like you? I like see you guys. You're just like, huh, huh? like maybe, maybe I'll put it. Looks like Lily's got her hands up first. So I think Lily, Kristen, did you have her hands up too? Yeah, Kristen. Okay, so Lily, Kristen, and then we'll figure it out from there. So that's totally cool. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna read my poem. Thank you again, everyone, for being here tonight. For those of you on YouTube, please feel free to just like leave your thoughts and comments as we go. Drop 1111s with things resonate. Please feel free to share this broadcast. You're part of the team. Thank you so much for showing up. Okay. Here's my quick poem. <clears throat> and and I'll just preface. 
a big part of this discussion tonight. One of the things that I want to be able to like, when I think of the divine feminine, for me, my personal relationship is the, the relationship of celebrating it, celebrating the divine feminine, worshiping it, holding it up, being like, oh, this is so cool. I love this. I love it. You know, this, this poem is kind of like me doing that. This is kind of like a reflection of me in my own nature, just kind of like feeling called to uphold the feminine. So here we go. <clears throat> so this was, this is called Thank You Mother, but again, it definitely relates to Divine Feminine in general. Okay. <clears throat> dear Mother, dear Mother, dear Isis, dear Gaia, dear Goddess, you are the source from which we came, the eternal light, the violet flame. For so long we've been in your arms, protecting us from the illusion of harm. Because so often we will stray, embracing the obstacles of every day to become stronger for our own sake, chiseling the rock we will create. A beautiful statue of your form, radiating your essence that keeps us warm. Your gentle kiss to our brow wakes us up to the being of now. Your soft whisper is a song, singing the patterns that keep us strong. Your branches embrace us in every moment, so let us rise up, let us own it. Our own identity of who we can be, awakening our potential, and we will see how much of us is who you are, a perfect circle, a perfect star. So let us shine that vibrant light to be a beacon of your might, to constantly grow and spiral out, to birth new courage and let go of doubt. Help us organize our thoughts and grow nutrition from that which rots, and make the most of what we got by nurturing the seeds in our lot. Our body is a temple for your domain, and through our and though our emotions will wax and wane, let us find balance in your kiss. Your heavenly guidance leads us to bliss. Dear mother, dear mother. So there, that's uh that's my little poem there. I'll give myself some finger snaps for that one. That's okay. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, so yeah, so again, you know, like that, that was something I wrote for Mother's Day, but um, just hitting upon a, a big, for me, and, and I'll just say this and I'll pass the talking stick over to, over to Lily. And again, you know, for me, when I think of the divine feminine, the wisdom of the divine feminine, I, I again, I, amongst many things, it is that of like, kind of like the caregiver, the nurturer, um, the one who can kind of like help us feel safe in stillness and then within that stillness there's like a whisper and again this whisper this knowledge of the divine feminine i think is also like the knowledge of the heart um and maybe that's and i'm even i'm even thinking about this for the first time actually i'm like wait a second does this make sense where it's like the feminine energy is more kind of heart energy whereas the masculine energy is more kind of mind energy and with the shift of like 5d consciousness a lot of it is kind of like moving from mind to heart um, but again, I think it's the divine feminine masculine is that of both. Um, so perhaps, perhaps, perhaps that makes sense. Perhaps the heart naturally exudes more of that, that feminine energy, whereas the mind more characterizes more of the male energy. Anyways, just a thought that came up in the moment, but we'll pass the talking stick around. And again, just really, really thanking everyone again for being here. And we'll just let the conversation unfold. So, um, we're going to pass it over to, to Lily and Lily when you're ready go ahead gently unmute your microphone and share again what you when you think of spiritual wisdom and divine feminine what do you think so 
when you're ready, Lily, go right ahead and welcome back. And go ahead, Thank Lily. Thank you. So after your poem, I was just like, I had a snap. I gave you snaps were there for me too, to like snap out of it. <laughs> I posted a silly video, like a comic, um, like for on TikTok to, for the broadcast. And so I thought I would stick with the theme because I had, I have so much channeled from source that I just needed to like write something that was just funny. <laughs> it's just something that came to me after. So I have a lot of this like really deep stuff. And then I, so I just want to start it out light like a feather. <laughs> and um, I think that actually speaks a lot to the feminine energy itself. <laughs> so um, speaking of the divine feminine rising to help shift the paradigm, I thought I'd include a little rhyme to have some fun with our time. Hey, it's cool. Most of my life I played a mime before I began to climb when I was as sour as a lime until something very divine happened into my heart and soul. To It had to be perceived by my mind. It wasn't hard to find. I just had to remember, like watching the clock unwind. It felt soft, kind. The light was enough to make one go blind, filled with love and a burning desire to be kind. Everything began to align. I wandered away without a physical soul behind. That's where the story partially ends, but also begins. Rather, when you start to read between the timelines from a higher perspective that only glows more and more divine, you'll know when it's time. Climb, brothers, sisters, climb. Why oh, not snaps? That's beautiful. Yeah, this is it's plenty of snaps for Lily there. That's awesome. <laughs> beautiful, Lily. Thank you for sharing. So that's my first piece, and the rest is going to be deep. I'm just preparing you guys. <laughs> Beautiful. Would you would you like to pass the talking stick now, Lily, or do you want to add? Yeah, to I want to pass yeah? it to okay, Kristen. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, perfect. All right, thank you, thank you, Lily, and uh, that's that's beautiful. Speaking of uh, again, amazing, like just energy in here. Um, Lily and Kristen recently they just became like best friends or something when they met up in person. So they they had some like some like divine feminine jam time. I'm I'm assuming so connecting with nature and stuff that's awesome all right Kristen we'll, we'll pass it over to you um and then if somebody just wants to give me um can somebody just give me a quick hand up for whoever wants to go to Ashley we'll go to Ashley next and uh and again for anybody who hasn't posted their social media links in the zoom chat please do that then we can post them to the youtube chat Kristen we'll pass it over to you thank you so much Kristen for being here and when you're ready go right ahead awesome thank you so much for having me it's lovely to see all of your beautiful faces I love vibing with you all Lily, I have to say that painting looks awfully good on your wall. <laughs> Thank you for putting it up. It's gorgeous. So um, this, I cannot take credit for this. This is definitely something I found on the internet, but it is a affirmation to call in the divine feminine within. So if you would like to repeat it, or um, I guess listen later if you can, but I'd like to say this affirmation for everybody to call the divine feminine energies in. I am someone who allows the forces of nature to love and guide me towards being a greater light in the earth realm. I now open my heart chakra to allow in the spirit of the divine feminine 
and to approach a situation with a spirit of allowing and patience. Something very simple, very small, but repeat as often as needed. <laughs> um, so I guess to start, I really wanted to talk about how I've been really enjoying seeing the divine feminine energy that's related to um, co-creation and manifestation and watching it just absolutely blossom and bloom um, with events and learning opportunities. There are so many people out there that are joining together to really bring in both that strong divine feminine and masculine energies to just create some really beautiful, powerful, touching content. And um, it's just been really lovely to be able to see that and experience that along with um, you know, just being able to see the creativity flowing and everybody showing their love and nurturing for each other and really connecting with their creative sides. I see so much more art being made and music being sung and dances being done. So, um, yeah, just really love seeing that energy. Awesome. Thank you, Kristen, for helping kick things off there. And thank you for that, that beautiful affirmation. If you want to even post that in the chat, you know, please feel free. Um, that'd be great. Cool. So we're going to pass it over to, to Ashley. Um, I just want to be able to just kind of like jump in with one thing that will just kind of help paint this picture here as well. Um, one of the simplest ways that I've kind of like thought of the difference between masculine and feminine, and this is why I'm explaining this, because maybe for some people they haven't heard this and it'll set things up even just for what Ashley could be saying. Um, very simply put, when I think of like it's not when I, this is like more of an archetypal thing. When you think of male, think you can think of like a straight line. And then when you think of females, you can think of like a curve line or almost like, so almost like the equivalent of like a sword and a cup um, or a phallus and a vagina. You know, we, we see this archetype kind of like all throughout all things. Um, but what the straight line and the curve line, they differentiate even just kind of like in their patterns um, and their characteristics almost. So it's like the curve line would be almost more of like the intuitive, creative expression, free-flowing, water-esque um, like you know just kind of like dancing flowing like that type of energy that type of energy um whereas the male energy by juxtaposition would be more about kind of like the analytical the logic a to b brute force i'm gonna do something da, 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 whereas uh, again the, the feminine also in the shape of this curve which again can also be like a cup um can be like something which is there to receive something which is there to to, to hold space for and again by juxtaposition the male is like something that almost like penetrates by by you know puts in so it's like this energy so there's different ways to to create um and uh yeah that that's just, that's just that one idea so that's where going back to more context for like the difference why i was talking about the mind and the heart the heart is much very much kind of like this receiving curved energy creative spiral energy then the mind would be again if in one sense would be very like analytical da, 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 sort of thing anyways um i just wanted to share that and drop an 11 11 if that makes sense because again i one of the things we'll keep in mind even as we're doing this we got lots of people who are tuning in who are literally like you know months for three months into their spiritual journey or like two weeks into their spiritual journey so uh keeping in mind that we're talking about tonight is also going to be providing mentorship for those who may be brand new to a lot of these topics so um if you're new to spirituality drop a 777 in the chat and feel free to let us know ashley i'm going to pass it over to you ashley thank you so much and uh please feel free to to um just briefly introduce yourself i apologize i forgot to mention that even for kristen and lily next time you guys talk please feel free to briefly introduce yourself and for anybody else as well so ashley passing it over to you and when you're ready, go right ahead, Ashley. Okie dokie. Hi, friends. My name is Ashley. I'm a divine feminine coach and 
womb priestess and I'm really happy to share all the magic of the divine feminine tonight. Um, yes, to everything you just said, Brendan. Um, I wanna point out too that part of the Holy Grail mysteries, I'm sure some of you have heard of that, it's actually a metaphor for the divine feminine. And it is incredibly uh, cyclical in nature being that part of that essence is realizing that many things aren't linear. If you look at um, time connecting to uh, the cycles of nature, connecting to our moon time and our moon blood and all these things that are truly um, cyclical. And one of the greatest essences of the divine feminine as well is feeling. Um, so yes, the heart, connecting to the heart, masculine is much more uh, sequential, logical, linear, focus, definitive um, features where the divine feminine is feeling, intuition, senses, um, wholeness. And I was actually just talking um, to my boyfriend the other day about even just thinking about it in terms of consciousness, this um, human experience and the way of how our ego is involved and individuation is very um, masculine in terms of defining our experience, defining it in a part, uh, particular um, way where when you strip back the ego, what underneath is, is the, um, the cosmic womb, the feminine consciousness in that it is relaying every single element of uh, sensory stimuli. So like when you're going on psychedelic trips, um, you're venturing into the feminine consciousness of all that is. And um, the, it's interesting, um, I can just talk on forever, but um, that in many ancient religions, it was actually the universe was viewed as a woman. God was really viewed as a woman in, in terms that the universe birthed everything in this creative ability to um, encompass, create, withhold everything that is. And so that is really where that um, type relays into and as well as the void and, and think about um, it's kind of like the underlying element of everything, the light that comes out of the darkness. Um, and part of the divine feminine as well is, is wholeness, is introspection, and is the nighttime connecting to the moon. Um, and I know for me, like the biggest uh, element that kind of threw me into um, embodying all these practices is when I learned to completely accept my wholeness because then you accept the entirety um, of all that is. And yeah, that's all I'll say for now. <laughs> Wonderful, thank you. Thank you, Ashley, for adding those additional perspectives to the table. Wonderful. All right, we'll keep moving. Um, Chris, you wanted to go next? Okay, if, if, who wants to go after Chris? If I can just get a scope on it. Rachel, pass over Rachel, it makes sense. 
Okay, Chris, we'll pass it over to you. And, and, and I, Chris actually posted a really interesting like infographic earlier in the chat. So maybe, uh, yeah, I, I know Chris has got something to share. So Chris, when you're ready, uh, go ahead, briefly introduce yourself and jump yeah. right in. Yeah, so thank you again for, you know, like uh, allowing me to be a part of this discussion. Um, yeah, I'm grateful to be in the presence of so many beautiful and intelligent, you know, like um, spectacular beings. And, uh, you know, everyone who's in this call and everyone, you know, who is um, currently uh, watching this call and everything. So, yeah, just, um, you know, yeah, my name's Chris. Again, I feel like I always just get like so into the discussion that I just forget to be like, oh, this is who I am. Like, I just start adding to the discussion right away. But, you know, like, um, yeah, you know, who I am, I guess, like, you know, or the label that uh, I am is like, you know, Chris, that is uh, my name. But um, essentially, uh, I kind of wanted to go off of some of the points that Ashley was uh, making before, you know, like, which is that, like, you know, so, you know, within so many different traditions and stuff like that, like, you know, it's, it, there are these representations, you know, given to, you know, like the masculine and feminine energies that are like, you know, inherent within everything, like, you know, and this is like, you know, the principle of, of gender you know in, in of itself and how like you know it, it is manifest like you know at upon all layers like of our existence like you know so like the masculine and female principle like you know like the duality of existence in of itself is inherent within everything and there is this um um pull or magnetic attraction you know which is to for the um I'm, try, I'm trying to like find the right words for it, but it is, it is essentially that the um, that the whole universe is so with, within Hinduism. I'm just gonna give like the specific specific example. You know, like within that tradition, like you know, there's these ideas of like you know the um, of Shiva and Shakti. You know, like these two different like energies. You know, and the energy of um, of Shakti, you know, is is that of you know the divine feminine. So the whole universe in of itself, like you know, is Shakti, and it is the energy that has the ultimate aim to recognize the nature of Shiva or, you know, the masculine principles. So like, you know, the ultimate aim of all that is made manifest within the womb of creation or, you know, the matrix of creation, you think about it, like, you know, being this, this womb of creation or, you know, like that, which is um, made manifest or made material, you know, like from the realm of the immaterial, you know, like it's like the, the whole universe itself is that the expression of that feminine energy. It is the expression of creative energy or, and within that creation is held both, both of the forces of, you know, both the masculine and, and the feminine. So like, you know, that Shakti is the personification of the universe and that her activity is to love while, you know, Shiva, you know, shares the state of supreme consciousness, you know, like the the aim of, of Tantra is, you know, like the union within, within the duality. So, you know, like it's to create the state of like, you know, inner union within of these masculine and feminine energies that we have within us. And, you know, it's like as above, so below. So, you know, it's like reflected in the world without as well. You know, it, it is that there is this balance between masculine and feminine energy. But, you know, like, again, it's like, so with the rise of the divine feminine or how we want to call that, like, you know, so many people have referenced that or the wisdom that the divine feminine contains is like, you know, this wisdom, I think, of going within, you know, to be able to cultivate these like states of consciousness within instead of just kind of like doing so much, like, you know, being more like kind of within that masculine frame of mind where it's just kind of like this aim to convert it's like, you know, both of them are necessary. What I'm trying to say is that like, you know, like the masculine expressed in this 
I don't even want to say the word negative, but, you know, like expressed in this, like in the wounded masculine kind of energy would be, you know, this desire to create or would be this desire to, you know, dominate or to control others or manipulate them. So when you look at the state of the world as it is today, like, you know, you see people who have, who are really just kind of tapped into that energy of just kind of like, you know, not being afraid to express themselves, but instead, like, you know, they're tapping into this energy of like, you know, like that they are the creator of like, you know, this, their reality, and they can basically manipulate people with that, like, with that energy, instead of like being able to tap into the wisdom of the mother, which is, you know, the wisdom of creation and seeing all life as sacred, you know, and that is like this realm of like, you know, nurturance and of love. And it's not just this realm of like that recognizing yourself as like the supreme. So it's kind of like, you know, within our society, and I know I'm talking about a bunch of things, I'm going to give up the talking stick in a second, but I just have like a lot to say that I was kind of like, so much of this information that I'm sharing is just all kind of like, really um, started to come up to the surface within me recently. And just like in so many of these different connected threads and stuff like that. But you know, you see within the realm of like the powers that be, you know, how it's been more centered around like, you know, control and dominance and, you know, kind of this like, like being and like the energy of just like, just pure power, instead of like, you know, and there's so many quotes, it's like, you know, when the, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, you know, the world will know peace. I think, you know, Jimi Hendrix said that or something like that, or someone, <laughs> I don't know, there's always just so much information circulating around my head. But you know, it's like that, you know, when the love of, um, um, yeah, when the, uh, power of love overcomes the love of power, you know, the world will know peace. So it's kind of like those who love power and love to control and exert that over others, um, you know, when that system can kind of crumble and fall and fall, you know, it's like when the world can come back to this idea of, you know, being able to love and accept others and not want to use the power that we all inherently have to control others, but rather to use the power that we have within us to love like you know that is the unification i think like you know it is like cultivating the power of love like which we all inherently have within us so you know it's being able to bring about like you know a union between these two forces within ourselves so then we can kind of like you know create that unity that we really want outwardly within the world so that was just some of the things that um i, I guess i wanted to share and uh, yeah i guess i'll definitely talk more about it as the conversation goes on but yeah once again very cool to be here yeah i love all of you Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Awesome. Wonderful to have you here as well. Beautiful. All right. We'll, we'll keep the, we'll keep the talking stick going. Um, again, like I'm not going to jump in too much with anything right now. Cause we definitely do have a lot of people to be able to share within this circle and, uh, yeah, I just appreciate everybody being here. So, uh, yeah, we'll pass over to Rachel next. Rachel, when you're ready, go ahead. What does, tell us a little bit about the spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine. What can we learn from it when you're ready, Rachel? Go right ahead and feel free to briefly introduce yourself. Good evening, soul family. Um, my name is Rachel. Um, I live in Portland, Oregon. I was MIA this week for anyone who's new to the team. I, I was kind of not in the chat, but I'm here now, so I'm happy to be here with all of you. Um, and I actually... I had an amazing flight today um, and was actually meditating on this um, during my flight back to Portland across the country today. Um, and also reading a book that was extreme, like, like raising my consciousness every word by every like chapter. It was, it was an incredible book, but um, it, it's kind of making it hard for me to talk about 
the wisdom of the divine feminine without mentioning, I mean, Chris kind of already touched on this, but that the, you can't have the mother without the father or the father without the mother, that they are both like this idea that there's a duality to it, that it has, that there's the divine masculine and the divine feminine, but in reality, it is one and one whole being. And Ashley was actually talking about being whole with the feminine. Um, but in order to be whole, you, you do need both the feminine and the masculine. And so um, for, for me, thinking about what the divine feminine means is that really touching on how things are out of balance. And Chris was kind of touching on this too, that, that in, in our society, things are very out of balance and out of touch with um, the fact that within all of us, we do have these wounded aspects of both. Um, and that, you know, as a, as a female, we have more of a responsibility to cultivate and heal our wounded feminine, but also to cultivate our masculine and that we need to be able to hold space for both the, the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And as, as men, the men need to um, heal their wounded masculinity, but also to hold space and find the divine feminine within them as well. Um, so really for, for me, it's kind of gone in this whole bigger picture of the unity of everything in that the, the mother gives rise to the father and the father gives rise to the mother. And it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And like, really the answer is neither or both at the same time. And you can't separate the two. You can't, you can't really divide the two when it comes down to it. And um, like, yes, the, the mother might be more of like the, the beingness and just, just being and being like present and at peace. And while the male is like very much like the, the physical, the, the here, the now, but again, it's both though, because the feminine could be said to be the physical because the mother is the one that gives birth to the physical reality, but also like the masculine energy is all about this logical, like here now, so it's very hard to talk about one without the other and even to separate the two in my mind right now because of what I've been reading and delving into. <laughs> so I feel like I don't have the best take on like one versus the other or like especially like just the divine feminine right now. But um, I will say I was um, looking out the window of the plane, looking at the clouds and just like crying tears of pure like bliss and emotion and like thinking of the divine feminine in like even in the clouds like the water that's in the clouds and how it was kind of a new thought to me like I know Ashley with the the full moon meditation had walked us through um, different bodies of water and just watching the clouds I was like the clouds are a body of water too and that's like another aspect of this divine feminine in like the sky and um, but the father is the sky and the mother is the earth and like, but like, wait, it's, I don't know, there's just all these other facets of it that now I'm getting all excited about this too, because um, I love you guys. They're all smiling and I love it. <laughs> I love seeing your smiles. Um, um, but I guess to kind of wrap up my point, because I feel like I'm talking in circles because it is a very circular, cyclical thing, like, um, you know, the, I guess my, my whole point is to, to break away from the duality and the idea that it has to be one or the other. And that we like to say, like, like we are all the divine, we are all divine beings. We are get into the whole other side, like people deciding that 
or not even deciding, but knowing that they don't identify as either male or female, and that there are, is this broader spectrum um, uh, other than just like one or the other, like there's all these up, like the whole colors of the rainbow, like there's the whole rainbow, like you don't just have like black and white there, and gosh, black and white aren't even in the rainbow, like when you look at the rainbow, but like there's just like the full spectrum, you know, and like it's not one or the other and the world isn't black and white and neither is our masculinity or femininity. It's just not black and white. I guess I'll wrap it up there because I feel like I'm talking in circles. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing with us. And uh, hey, I think I think there's there's nothing wrong with going in circles. I don't see it as circles. I see it more as like spirals. We're like ascending. We're like going through up and up because that's kind of the thing right like I, I mean all of us have probably heard this term before but, but maybe you know it, it meant something different to us five years ago than it does now and maybe that's because we have a deeper relationship with it in the same way it might mean something different in the future as well i'm going to read a, a quick little thing here from a comment on instagram um there's one thing i did see in the chat uh layla left this comment layla said healing my masculine is helping my feminine so much that's really powerful, right? Like to hear that from a woman, right? So in the same way, like hearing that from, from Layla, for men, absolutely, it's the same path, right? Healing their feminine is helping heal their masculine. Us helping heal our feminine is helping us hold space within ourselves for our hurt masculine, so to speak. So I'm going to read a quick thing here. This is from uh, Fadra Shakti. Uh, who's a friend of mine on Instagram, and this is related to the question of what does divine their spiritual wisdom and divine feminine mean? And they write, Shakti as divine feminine in both feminine human form and also the energy that flows through the universe and beauty, something that we've been talking about, nurturing, making love, holding space, giving shelter, offering some nectar, I like that, juiciness, I like that too, raw emotion, fluidity, sacred passion, sensuality, sexuality, fierceness, playfulness, healing. Shakti as primordial goddess whose powerful pull towards union with Shiva divine masculine is a love and divine orgasm which created our multiverse. She is the highest vibrational form of female and the integrity of mother which is the greatest form of unconditional love. Shakti is pure unconditional love for her love for her, for her lover and beloved Shiva, who is pure God in tangible form. So what I think is really interesting is when we start looking at this question of, you know, like, what is the divine feminine? One, one of the great ways that we can do this is actually to look at history and to look at culture and to look at their representations of the icons that that held this energy, you know, the, the gods, the goddesses, the demigods, etc., etc. So when you look at all this, um, you can start to see, again, kind of like these common archetypes. Um, and absolutely, just kind of saying something real quick, and then we'll, I'll pass it over. Who, who am I passing it to? Did we already figure this out? Yeah, someone give me, put your hand up. David, or we'll pass it, Lauren or David, you guys can figure out who, who wants to go next. You put your hand up at the same time. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um, but what I was going to say, uh, there's two things. One thing I really want to say, which is really, really cool, but just kind of establishing one thing that we already talked about, um, undeniably, like what we recognize as divine feminine, what we recognize as divine masculine are just like sides of a spectrum, but essentially it's masculine feminine, divine masculine feminine. It's one thing. It's one thing. And we see things with on it and then even within like the other ends of the spectrum there's like other spectrums so that's where like within the divine feminine you have this like very like calming and gentle and nurturing energy but at the same time literally within the divine feminine you also have this fierceness this like warrior this battle type energy in itself right um and one of the things that i think is really interesting and i'll just i'll just say this and then i got one more thing real quick 
for me, I remember piecing this together way back when I was younger, um, when I was like figuring out things about um, like the growth of a child. And one of the things that always fascinated me um, was basically that like babies like begin as female by default and then they become male like as like the staging process goes on. So it's like, wait a second, like even when I was younger, I'm like, okay, so basically that's saying is that like women, woman is like the original human so to speak and then males are just kind of like a modified version of that sort of thing and then you can see this you can see this within the anatomy um i remember my friend and this is just kind of like for smiles my friend like literally did a a speech back in high school that won an award um and it was basically about like why men have nipples and basically this this is where i learned it from and because and it, it, it went back to the idea that the, the nipples actually developed before gender was determined and now we just ended up hey we can still use them for something right like you'll find a reason for them there's there's not to say they're pointless but anyways i just found it funny and the other thing i'll just say real quick you can't spell woman without omen and when you think about that, that I know literally just saying that for some of us, that could be a paradigm shift. We're just like, what? Like somehow I didn't notice that. But my point there, the word omen literally means like, you know, like forbearing. It literally means kind of like a vision of the future, something that which is slightly ahead. Um, so for me, when I see the word woman and I see the word omen, it's kind of, again, going back to this idea of something we've been talking about where it's like women are actually leading the way. Like women are the, they carry with them the wisdom of the omen. They carry with them the foresight. Um, so that's where I think right now on a collective level, we've been seeing this divine, this divine feminine. We are seeing this divine rising of the feminine so that the divine rising of the feminine can also help with the divine healing of the masculine uh, as well. And, and like, and yeah, like literally divine healing. I didn't even mean to say that. I meant to say healing of the divine masculine, but like divine healing is kind of, essentially what it is that, that both of us are being called into. And, and I know we'll be able to talk more about that as we go, but that's all I wanted to say. So you can't spell woman without omen. Someone put that on a t-shirt, please. Um, we'll pass it over, Lauren, pass it over to you. Is that what we figured out? Or, yeah, okay, cool. All right, so Lauren, please feel free to briefly introduce yourself. Lauren is one of our newer leading members. So thank you, Lauren, for joining. And when you're ready, go right ahead. Of course, nice to virtually meet you all. Hello, um, my name is Lauren Bruno and I'm a hypnotherapist in Connecticut. And I'm so excited to meet you guys and talk about Divine Feminine. Um, so the Divine Feminine, it's a portal, really, right? Between the spiritual realm and this realm. Um, and it, as Ashley spoke, like it's circular time. So infinity, it's the infinity symbol. And that's really what I think about when I do think about the Divine Feminine is creation and collaboration and um, spreading our energy to each other in circular ways instead of you know, um, using more of our emotion and our intuition. And I loved how you said, um, Brendan, the heart versus the mind, the logic versus the emotion, because it really is our, it's our heart space and our intuition decisions um, of our feelings of emotion versus logic. Um, negating the chaos, just, I feel like the divine feminine um, is gentle and empathetic and can listen versus need to speak constantly. Um, and, and as a hypnotherapist, I work a lot with the right versus the left brain. So I like to think of the masculine a little bit as our left brain and the right um, brain as the feminine. And it is, it's all a spectrum. We all have a certain amount of balance of our masculine and feminine energies. And it's healing those wounds, it's healing those traumas in both of our masculine and our feminine energies. Um, and that's basically really all I have to say, <laughs> but it's so nice to meet you guys. 
Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Lauren, so much for, for joining and for adding your voice. And yeah, thank you again, everyone, as we continue to roll through this discussion. So um, I assume, David, pass over to you next. Yeah. Can you give me a thumbs up on that? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So pass, passing over to David. David is another one of our, our newer leading members. So David, thank you so much for being here. Go ahead, briefly introduce yourself. And when you're ready to go right ahead. Hi, everyone. I'm um, David. I'm new. I'm very excited to meet everybody. This has been very cool. I'm gonna try not to like be too excited because I'm not, I'm on a 12 right now. This is pretty fucking dope. Freaking dope. Okay. Um, Divine Feminine. I loved uh, what you were just saying actually, um, Lauren, about it feels like we're experiencing like a normalization of intuition. Like it's by, like by far becoming this sort of go-to, like we're all collectively sorting starting to begin to accept that like there's something else here and it feels like it's popping up in the self-help space and popping up in the spiritual space and even in like a traditional religious space it's like when we people start to look deeper into these long-held beliefs and really embrace this femininity um the womb of of you know long-held beliefs it it's really it's really opening some things up in a really really cool way um a thing that came up earlier actually was um, how I guess the balancing of that divine feminine has been really helpful in our just belief systems as a whole and our and our ability to get out of our either or thinking. I don't know who said that earlier, but like just like jumping out of that either or space. And it seems like, you know, I mean, with obviously like even like non-binary people and like everybody is just understanding that sexuality is a spectrum of gender and it's it's all opened up to this this idea that we're it's much more accepting um of everything and everybody and it really makes me excited because it, i think it means we have to start um or are going to start uh like just holding more space by by healing these spaces like within us um just for me personally, like a personal journey, like a big personal journey of mine was definitely beginning to understand like the nature of divine femininity and how that manifests in my life and just being able to accept that. You know, I think that toxic head, like headspace that you're not even aware of is a constant, you know, you didn't develop toxically masculine traits overnight. So being able to constantly investigate that and become curious about that is really great but a big shift for me was understanding i'm in a twin flame relationship too and i'm the feminine partner like and that has really done a huge a huge thing for me because it it's really it shows up in very i guess it's a joke she's i hope she's not listening uh we we joke all the time because we're like i'm like wow i really get like what it's like to be like a 50 stereotype housewife like that is like the vibe that I deal with a lot and like I it's really interesting learning to accept like oh man maybe some of these stereotypes come from somewhere oh, okay I can see how somebody could maybe react this way and or be disempowered because of like the femininity of an idea when you start to think when you're not so logical like my my wife is like very <laughs> she is the the hardcore logic and being able to accept you know, um, the difference that we're different, like identical in nature, but I guess different in degree and not try to change each other and give up the need to be right has really been 
just one of the most glorious experiences because it's really helped me also like heal the masculine as well as the feminine and and realize that both of those things need to be balanced in order for me to show up as whole for her um it's really one of the, the best best relationships it's like the best thing ever and it took us a long time because you know when those those energies are spinning separately like in the beginning of most i think even brennan had a thing in his twin flame video or something but like when those twin flames like first pop off it's it's combustible so the fact that we've you know come together uh now and it's become such a great relationship has been really helpful but it really um i think that's really what we're all sort of doing with the divine feminine right now and it just makes me really excited to see how it just manifests everywhere so that's all i got guys Awesome. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you, David, for adding your excitement to this topic. Appreciate you being here, man. That's awesome. Sweet. All right. Okay. So um, can I just get an idea? Who am I, who am I passing it to um, next? Because if I'm not mistaken, um, I think I think we've gone through the circle. Um, oh, hold on. Okay. David's joining. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're going to keep going here. I'm going to read some of the comments that were posted on uh, Instagram earlier and just be able to add some additional voices. And even for the people who are here, if you guys want to, yeah, if you haven't yet, please feel free to leave some quick comments right now in the chat and I'll read them by the time I get through the comments on Instagram of what does like, you know, divine, the, the spiritual wisdom of divine feminine, what does what does it mean to you? So if you wanna be able to, to share that as well. So da, 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 I'm just gonna read the comments here. Um, actually, maybe there's not as many as I thought, or actually no, the, the other ones are on TikTok. So I'll have to check those out in a second. Um, da, 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 one, so Paula, and again, this is going back to uh, comments that were left on the Instagram post that I put up with this question. Paula says, um, spiritual wisdom of divine feminine is the wisdom of, be of being instead of doing, of surrender and acceptance instead of control and resistance. Ah, I like that. That's very cool. It's kind of like, you know, when you look at like nature, nature does what it does you know nature in itself is a very feminine energy and when you just let it be it just kind of continues to unfold um so that is like one of the teachings of of uh of the spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine i would say is being able to kind of like surrender and trust a higher purpose like a higher process um much like a nature would unfold david says for me it's the expansion of self and mind for becoming well-rounded in the human experience of understanding one another full circle beautiful um I'll, I'll read some more comments as we go through in the chat they might not be in here right away but we do have david who is in here so david thank you for for joining in and uh we are already gone through the circle once so if you're ready um, give me a thumbs up because I can pass it over to you just to be able to share some uh, thoughts on the spiritual wisdom of divine feminine. And again, just when you think that, when you when that term, when someone asks you about that term, what do you think? How would you explain it? So, David, passing it over to you, dude. And thank you for being here. And when you're ready, go right ahead. And feel free to briefly introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. My name is David Blair. I'm Kristen's brother. And you may see my daughter walking around in the background. So her name is Zelda. Just kind of enjoy watching what she does. Um, so uh, I thought that this uh, divine feminine really resonated with me because it's something that I've recently struggled with a lot lately. Um, I had been so focused on being the masculine, being the, uh, the provider for the family, bringing home the money, being able to take care of the family and doing um, all the sacrifices that come entailing with that. So I was sacrificing time with my family, not being able to be there or even really be the provider. And I was just so caught up in, like I said, just taking care of the masculine side that I was kind of neglecting the feminine and it was getting very, very out of whack. And so 
Um, I had taken a couple of weeks off the last couple of weeks and was able to reconnect with that. And it was, it was really good being able to find that balance between being the nurturing, caring side, as well as still being the protector and the provider and still being that masculine side, but understanding that there is a feminine side that needs to be balanced with it all and brought into everything. Like, for example, this one right here, I enjoy being a stay-at-home dad for almost not you on a pen. Um, but so yeah, like I said, just everything that y'all were saying really resonated with me as far as being, um, being able to balance the masculine and feminine together. It is a yin and a yang between the two. You can't just focus all of your time on one versus the other. And like, uh, I, I apologize, I do not recall who it was that said it, but um, I think actually, yeah, it was you, Brennan. Uh, as you look throughout our human histories throughout time, the mother figure has always been kind of like the the all being that they all revered. They, all of our ancient cultures would spend a lot of time focusing on the feminine and the nurturing side of things and knowing that it is important to put that focus in. Um, so yeah, that, that was all that I had to say. Like I said, it just, it really resonated with me and with my recent uh, processes that I've been going through it, it. It really resonated with me. Awesome. David, thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing. And uh, thank you again for Zelda for helping out as well. So thank, thank you to Zelda for helping out as well, I was saying. So <laughs> beautiful. You guys are quite the team. And, and David, David actually helped facilitate the morning meditation this morning as well. So that was beautiful, David. Thank you again for that. Beautiful. Okay, so um, I, I'm going to jump in with a couple thoughts here. Um, I, I know uh, Felicia, if you're if you want to jump on air, just let me know because I I just need you to like turn on um, the video just because I can't see it otherwise. Um, but uh, let me know even just in the chat um, when you're ready to jump in. And uh, so one one of the things I was going to say. So again, you know, we've kind of we've kind of put a lot of stuff on the table right now. So let's just kind of like take a moment to really reflect. What can we extract from this conversation? What what can we you know, bring, bring to the front of our mind. And so again, you know, like when you look at the world and everything right now, what's happening, there's a lot of healing that has taken place. And how does the feminine energy actually relate to this? I think in a lot of ways, the feminine energy is actually guiding this. And one thing about the feminine energy that I think is very interesting, and I'll just say this and then Felicia, give me a thumbs up if you're ready and I'll pass over to you in a second. Um, and this, and this again, like this, this was kind of already said earlier, but I just want to practice saying it because I still feel like this is like a paradigm shift here. What I'm about to say right here, like this is like a little paradigm shift um, because we don't normally think about it this way. From the way I can see it, when we think of the divine feminine energy, we are also talking again about kind of like the going in. We are talking about the womb. We are talking about the darkness. We are talking about the shadow as well. And so like, that's kind of an interesting thing. Cause it's like, wait a second, what? Like feminine energy is associated with the shadow? Like what, like, what does that mean? Right. Um, but again, I think it's not just the shadow of like, Ooh, like that's where the scary things hide. That's where the unconscious resides. That's part of it. That's part of it. But it's just within the shadow that we also get to sit with that which is not seen. We also get to like sit with the unprocessed parts of ourselves. We also get to be able to listen. Again, this is where we was kind of already mentioned the idea that like the, the feminine energy has a lot to do with kind of like the, the hermit, this hermetic aspect of introspection, know thyself. Um, so I think it is just kind of interesting that again, you know, like 
just just that concept like we don't usually think of like oh like this we a lot of people just even in mainstream culture are kind of in this process where they see shadow and they almost want to push it away like if it, if it pops out at them they, they, their instinct is almost to push it away um but i think the feminine energy is actually the part within our heart that is like what happens when we meet that shadow what how do we meet that shadow what happens when we kind of like shine the light of our own consciousness um, and change the relationship with that shadow um, in itself so again i think i think when i think of the divine feminine i think of like deep deep tales of 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 healing that come through really being able to see ourselves and really being able to kind of like heal without shame like because because I, I think i think like shame is a very masculine energy um maybe like because again it's kind of like it's like separation get away from me put you over there what is the opposite of shame someone tell me in the chat what is the opposite of shame if we're talking about healing because i think again you know like instead of just calling people out the feminine energy would to call people in you know um and so like this process of kind of like approaching things where I think a lot of the healing that can be taking place within this world right now is kind of that healing of, again, almost like this motherly archetype where imagine it's like a younger child and they kind of do something and you're kind of fierce with them to begin with because they need to make sure that the message comes across. But then it's just kind of like, come here, come here. Like, I'm going to hold you and I'm going to just kind of like hold you like up. I'm going to hold you into a place of accountability because I know you're better than this. I know you're better than this. And I'm not going to shame you, even though you did something stupid, even though you did something you weren't supposed to, even though you did something I asked you not to. Again, you know, this is like a mother to a child and stuff like that. I still want the best for you because I love you. And so let me help you by calling you in by bringing you into the, the shadow of my own hug. And within that shadow, again, there is a healing, there is a nurturing. Um, how can we kind of like, again, do that within our self, do that within others? And I think, I was mentioning this to, to a friend earlier, and, and I'll just say it here, and, and you guys let me know if this resonates, but somebody else said it, and then I just reiterate it, because I'm like, ooh, that resonated with me. But it's basically this idea that right now, like people, this is relatively speaking in a collective level like it is challenging for people to heal something that they have not healed within themselves so to speak so until you acknowledge that whatever you're trying to heal is actually in you it's going to be a it's going to be a constant war of you versus the other you versus something separate from you until you kind of change the narrative where it's like understanding that you are that you are all that and so whatever shadow you may be trying to heal, how do you heal it within yourself? And when you do that, that allows you to show up and to heal it. So again, I think the divine feminine is, is this very powerful energy right now. And I know there's there's many angles to kind of continue to, to, to talk about this, but I, I do see this kind of like this evolution within our ability to be able to heal, so to speak, you know, because like it's, it's if you think of like the kind of archetypal of like, an angry masculine or something like that it's like punishment punishment punishments you know but then like the the feminine energy there's a different style to it there's a different archetype to it what does that look like and how does that how does that relate within our interpersonal lives how does that relate within the collective how does that change going forward you know like how, how like we're in a very very transformative period right now but what would it happen for a society to be able to be like birthed 
out of the divine feminine energy. And, and, and if you want to know what that looks like, look to the lot of natives, look to the lot of Aboriginal, look to the lot of traditional cultures that have that as a foundation of their society. You know, where it's like, again, if something, if someone has done a crime or something like that, they actually, they do that. They call them in, you know, or, or, or they, or they might like, kind of like, like sometimes they do, they like send them out on like a vision quest. They'll like, if they do kick them out, it's like to kick them out with the intention that they, they come back transformed or something like that to go meet the mother outside themselves or something like that. Um, but yeah, again, I, I think there's so much of the feminist teaching and I'm seeing it rising more and more. I'm seeing it being something where more masculine people more men people who identify as male are kind of like tapping into more of this intuitive heart space this intuitive knowing this gentleness this this joy of expression this joy of creation um because even when you look at like again kind of the cliches it's like oh boys shouldn't boys shouldn't make art boys shouldn't dance boys shouldn't do silly things and stuff like that right like so you can see where there's like kind of like this wounding from the masculine side um of like the suppression of the feminine side from within us but then more and more of us males are like wait a second like what's wrong with creating like i love creating what's wrong with dancing i love dancing what's wrong with creating art i love creating art what's wrong with like you know being being a very like romantic gentle kind person um in, in that sense so there's there's that that's happening and then at the, at the same time again like the feminine the divine feminine is again kind of like this divine feminine that carries with it um that is kind of like it, it has it, again that's where like i think this fierceness is neither male nor female like i think it's ubiquitous um but i love seeing again kind of like like the the warrior archetype that is within both that is within each and we each kind of carry that in a unique but similar way um so i would say you know, I'll just say this and I'll pass it to Felicia with where we're going right now, masculine, feminine, call it what you will. But I think if both can meet somewhere in the middle as this archetype of like guardian healers, if we can, if we can adapt that, you know, like this warrior healer archetype, um, I think that archetype, because that archetype is literally the integration of both. It is the integration of like a divine masculine, divine feminine um, kind of like a synergy as well. Um, so again, you know, it's, it's something that we are all continuing to learn. We're all invited to be able to reflect more on that question. And, and again, that's why we're here to have this discussion tonight, to be able to talk about what it means to us and, you know, how we're, how we're carrying this story forward through our own personal transformation. Felicia, give me a thumbs up if you're ready. I'll pass it over to you. Okay, cool. So Felicia, when you're ready, pass it over to you. Gently, uh, please feel free to briefly introduce yourself. And when you're ready, go right ahead. Um trying to hold my train of thought um before i introduce myself okay um i'm felicia uh also uh known as phoenix sometimes and um uh i don't really know what to say in these introductions because i'm also realized oh hold on felicia's felicia's um technology might be pausing for a second We'll just uh, make sure in a second here, but we'll pass it back to her if uh, she might have dropped out, so. Okay, all right, okay. Um, if someone else is ready to jump in, Rachel, I'll pass it over to you, and then once uh, once we hear back from Felicia, we'll pass it over to Felicia. Um, go ahead, Rachel, even, like, I'd, I'd be curious even, Rachel, if anything I said, like, resonated with you, go ahead. Yeah, I have, I actually, I was hoping to respond to what you were just talking about, because um, in particular, you mentioned, like, the masculine and those who identify as male and this is going back to kind of what I said before but um just the idea that like 
the ma divine masculine and divine feminine are genderless. Like they don't uh, prescribe to a particular gender. It is like the, the divine masculine, divine feminine is not male and female. Those are two completely separate concepts. And like, I mean, well, it's all connected of course, but like, like it, yes, we want to, like the constructs of society tell us that as a male, you are more divinely masculine or as a female, you're more divinely feminine. But with the, the gender roles and gender constructs that are coming about in our society that people are saying like, no, we don't subscribe to that because it is a construct. Um, and actually um, in the comments here, um, not having this actually said that, um, one, of, one of the people in the comments on the YouTube said it's a social construct anyways. Um, calling like something feminine or masculine is social conditioning. And that's like going back to like the history of our world and the history of how things have developed to be the way they are. It is very much like you have to look at all of the history and how things came about to be this way. Um, in that like, yes, at one point the feminine was very much revered and looked up to, but also like it goes in cycles. It's like the, the Taiji, if any, I, I'm, I mean, I don't know if everyone's familiar with the Taiji, but the yin and yang, the, the symbol where it's black and white with the small black within the, within the large white and the small white within the large black. Um, and th that symbol, even though it's yin and yang, it, it's not a duality. That is a circle to represent that it's the whole and you need both. And um, it was interesting, Lauren, actually, this was going way back to what Lauren said about um, the right brain being feminine and the left brain being masculine. That actually very much makes sense with yin-yang theory, um, which is just very interesting to me. I, I'm a student of um, acupuncture and oriental medicine, for those who don't know that. Um, so this is why I'm very much attaching to this philosophy and theory of yin and yang because that's something that I resonate with from my schooling. Um, but yin and yang are attributed to masculine and feminine energies, but it's not male and female, it's just the masculine and feminine energies that feminine is this greater yin um, and then the masculine is this greater yang and yin and yang are like, they are this duality, but like, again, it's the greater and then there's the lesser. And then, so like there's yin within yang and yang within yin. So again, like the, the divine feminine really, again, can't exist without the divine masculine. Um, and we all need to heal both within all of us. And this idea that it's one, like you were saying, Brendan, like the other, like something outside of ourselves. And again, you also mentioned, um, like looking to heal something and not like we can't heal something we haven't healed within ourselves and just thinking of like people always want to tell you that you need to go to the doctor to make you you better like that the doctor can fix you and like the doc like if you go to to get healing that the healer is going to heal you but we are all healers and we've talked about this in other in other synergy circles too that we are all the healers we all heal ourselves we can't look to any outside source to heal us and no one can tell us what healing is correct for us only we can determine that for ourselves um, and so we have to learn the lessons uh, in our own way in our own lives and so even having this discussion like I feel like you say this all the time too Brendan just like you know take it for what you take it as and like think for yourself about it don't like take our word as gospel by any means like just like, like each of us has to determine 
what makes sense for us and what is like so like asking what the divine feminine means to each of us it's going to mean something different to each of us because we're all individuals but at the same time we're all that one connected source consciousness um so like talking about the dualities it's it is so important to say like it's not a duality it's entwined so entwined that having this conversation like I was saying it you even said it was more of a spiral than a circle and it is because it's spiraling deeper into this deeper understanding and knowledge of the the more surface level things that we've been talking about and understanding that like while there is the surface level of like the dualities of the two that as you spiral deeper and deeper you can't separate the two anymore it becomes so enmeshed that it's not one or the other but both so so again I feel like I went back and talked in spirals again or circles spirals but anyway let's be doing something right then so (laughs) there you go yeah divine feminine action right here so like it's just a tapestry unfolding that's that's how I see it so cool awesome Rachel was there anything else or you're you're good take it okay cool all right thanks Rachel all right okay um give me a thumbs up for fingers in the air whoever wants to go next and um I'll pass it is that Lily is your your hand up Lily and then Kristen we'll kind of go back in that cycle again um and then uh again uh Lauren David you guys let me know when you're ready to jump in uh as well um I was just gonna what was I gonna say um yeah I I was kind of like even during during going into this discussion I was kind of like thinking I'm like I'm like okay I want to be able to like bring some questions like some questions like to kind of like ask the, the divine feminine within the the presence of the people within the broadcast and you know one, one of the questions and it doesn't necessarily have to be the question um to be answered right this second but it is that kind of question you know like from the wisdom of the divine feminine like how do we heal how do we heal you know that could be one question then and then there's many 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 other questions but undeniably um again i think where we are right now is just kind of like this collective story of of healing and and uh yeah it's, it's a very very powerful thing and and i think again the wisdom of the divine feminine is pivotal to to being able to understand how how we heal so lily if you're ready we will pass it over to you and go ahead and gently unmute your microphone and if you wanted to briefly introduce yourself lily i know you didn't on the first time around go right ahead hi i know i just kind of was my authentic self as always i'm lily um i love you so much (laughs) my screen name is my instagram please my account's private but if you send me uh i'll recognize you so i'll add you all right so i kind of really feel called i just want to thank i just feel called to thank everybody right now uh for sharing this space and having the bravery and the boldness and even the people in the chat leaving those very powerful messages to engage our minds as a collective team here before you and just you know expressing our views and our own personal journeys but then there are similarities and then every broadcast is different like you can be prepared all you want but like spirit leads you know so um you have to just be able to go with the flow so luckily i had wrote down how to heal out my take on divine feminine um it was like a new note <laughs> like i feel like i should share this um and then you talked about healing and i didn't at first actually like register to be honest that it was like a healing technique um i just I'm like common sense i i i don't know but maybe it's my wording um but like 
with the divine divine feminine energy we are really being blessed right now and i hope that we get blessed with a round of divine masculine energy too i think if you know we do a really good job with this um there's a lot of time to go in right now with everything going on in the world and i'm not one for coincidences or asking too many questions so everything is happening for a divine reason when you're able to see it from a higher perspective you no longer have the 3d like knee-jerk reaction okay so i don't really like to use those terms but i don't know how else to say it like higher frequency lower frequency you know like as long as we hold our frequency without judgment without shame without any anything but the sovereign unity with source of beings okay that's that's it if you get in a, if someone wants to get in a dispute with you like they they're you know you're having a conversation like don't regress and get on that lower vibration with them this is a time now to be the bigger person. This is the time now to shine because the divine feminine speaks louder when we're silent. And when we're when it's silent for the divine feminine, it's because we seem to channel <laughs> much more we are so like naturally almost unfit, uh definitely relate to um mother guy we're just feminine in in the feminine uh nature of the world so i think it's no surprise that part of the conditioning has been to suppress the male feelings now why because you can't reach your highest potential until you do and vice versa for girls okay we're really encouraged um on the opposite scale we're really encouraged to be feminine you know be a lady like we're getting pumped up on our side they're getting like told be strong be strong don't show emotion and you're like getting treats for crying like it's it's kind of like you know different and in men are from Mars, women from Venus, think of it how you like. I'm gonna try to transmit this with as much light so that you can see what I have inside here. Um we need to break the suppression. Like um speaking as a divine feminine, I've really had my energy rising. And um one of the things that I realized was a lesson and uh, you know it was actually someone I cared about who pointed it out to me and said you know like you don't have to complain about it because like I was doing all these good things right and in, in like not doing just doing but like inside work you know what I mean like working with source creating like on my spiritual path doing my like everything that is me being true to me to get to my highest self okay and divine femininity is crucial and key um and even as women like it doesn't mean that it comes with a rule book and it doesn't come with a rule book for men even have like mankind Mankind has made these things that need, that have been suppressed, 
inside and like you need to break it like the more you guys talk about it I know if I was watching like a divine male I would want an insight from a guy I'd be like okay I want to spy a little bit so how can I learn and grow so to get a little bit of insight um and break what's been suppressed girls it's for us too because you can use your divine feminine energy for good or for bad and I have like a whole college essay on it. But let me just break it down really simply. Um, it's, it's as simple as break the suppression, feel blessed, like feel blessed for the time, feel blessed for any emotions, like embrace them each and every one. Okay welcome it like if you even have to picture like doubt as a like draw a doodle and like that's what doubt looks like and when you're in meditation you talk to doubt like I don't care okay <laughs> but like try to start thinking outside the box outside the comfort zone and like I said women it can it can we have to work on it too because again we're really taught to amp it up so like manipulation can be something that a woman a divine feminine she can be divine feminine but if she's manipulating with it or controlling with it because what can happen when the divine feminine energy is out of whack and this is healing women right now or those that identify with women right now um for the divine feminine energy if it's not controlled right it will reflect in some lower frequencies like lower vibrations like your thoughts are and i've been there no judgment like i remember i kind of want to refer back to my paper just because my nerves but i want to fight through it it's practice <laughs> um okay can you remind me, Brennan, what I was just talking about? Because I completely lost my train of thought. Um, sorry, I was doing two things at once. So somebody else want to be able to summarize what Lily was summarizing? Kristen, Anybody Kristen, go ahead. The last part? Anybody take notes? Kristen, jump in. You guys are, you got that psychic yeah, connection going really, on. Uh, absolutely. Your, <laughs> everything you just said resonates so loudly. Um, holding that high vibration and just really doing what you can to let go of what no longer serves you with love and respect um, mm -hmm. on both ends. Um, speaking of healing and connecting with that divine feminine energy, it's really been lovely to be able to utilize it during, especially we see a lot of shadow work and inner child work right now and being able to connect with that nurturing um, non-judgmental side that whenever you're working through these um, healing processes, it's really important to be able to come at it from a place of love and non-judgment so that way you can feel it to heal it, right? Um, and also just kind of being able to call in that ability to take those steps with blind faith and being blind faith in more of like following your intuition and trusting that your gut and that your, um, in, that your gut and your intuition is going to lead you, you on the right that. path. Yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. No, thank you. Lily. Okay. <laughs> so on both sides. And so it looks, it looks pretty, um, 
low vibration when girls are are using it the wrong way. When you're using it the right way, it is the most beautiful gift you can give to anyone. It, you know, raises the male's kundalini, which then brings out the masculine, which then the it takes a zing between the yin. There's no yin without the yang. It's a whole complete package. And so like, there's like, it's, it's a very intricate web that has been weaved to summarize um, as an artist, like just think of a very, very detailed, like intertwined web this world has woven. And by remaining on a higher frequency, which women tend to be, because we come from our hearts, okay, which is like 5D. So we come at the world through our hearts and so we're naturally given those nurturing uh i mean if you resonate as a female and and if you don't and you're a woman you're struggling like why don't i have a nurturing capability why don't i want children like hey it's okay it's okay like big spectrum here everyone has time it's okay like don't like have to pace yourself like don't be hard on yourself okay and that's how you heal too okay you don't heal when you already have bumps and bruises and then you start hitting yourself on top of them like no you nurture them you love them you heal them because you love that part of you okay and like that intuition lives between source and in between the flesh and men have been kudoed for their intellect because the one thing that the masculine energy brings is a lot of intellect and um that's brought to the table and they've been rewarded but how they get their intellect is based on past experiences so that's where their facts come from other people and other programs so intuition like conscience has the word science in it for a reason okay and because it is a science and gratitude will get you so far so just take a deep look inside really really like get in that web because we all have one consciousness and by doing it for yourself i promise you it really is helping all of us break disperse um disperse this like it's it's so needed um the warrior spirit like is definitely part of the divine feminine you have that warrior spirit inside like and the card in the tarot deck that it's represented by is death but like i associate death as rebirth and like as a good thing and i've had an nde and I'm, i absolutely have no qualms with death and i think that it, you know your heart's good like if you can go to sleep and be like oh don't worry if i die like that's a good peaceful feeling to have so 
check and uh, keep a dream journal because that's going to help with creativity as divine feminine we bring in that creativity so kudos guys keep creating and you know what's so funny is you guys are taught to like not do it but like girls think it's the cutest thing little secret okay we adore it we want you to do it we want you to paint with us and all those fun things okay you get it okay we just don't tell you <laughs> we're just hoping that you pick it up <laughs> like can't you feel it uh, so a little gap there i want to point out um so the warrior card the death card um it but it it lends itself to drastic changes it's not just waiting for something to happen but rather it's getting out of your comfort zone like all superheroes do owning your own truth starting to build a bridge if you will towards alignment with your authentic true self and nature as well because after all divine feminine energy is the ultimate creative energy force when things go to shift the divine feminine can see the lessons in it by using this divine energy to accept hardships will come and go and learn to grow by identifying the lessons without lowering her vibration is her vibration on the path of becoming a divine feminine the universe sends obstacles to use us to use as opportunities for our highest good so long as we see it from a higher perspective, these challenges are part of the lesson because the key is to acknowledge, accept, remain in the higher frequency, to see the possibility and seek out the lesson. You never lose your free will. That doesn't take it away, guys, okay? Always have it. So use it when you need to. The divine feminine always is seeking to evolve always that's why we want babies that's why we want to multiply like we want an abundance she's like we we are just like we like to change evolve we change our hair we do our nails like it's in our nature and in nature is always different flowers and different seasons and even when we have our our cycles as women um just real quickly and then i'm going to stop hogging um but yeah i write much better than i just speak on my own um i'm getting better at that and it's all just practice um but to like everybody right here, like I'm just so proud that everyone seems to be on the same page. And I just wanted to just share my gratitude and um, just remember, okay, I'm gonna end it with Albert Einstein. He said, and I quote, imagination is more important than knowledge. And I believe it to be unifying and very powerful when used from within sources not just the external tools to create art it takes a spark from a woman and a spark from a man to create life in this dimension life is the ultimate creation with mother earth i can't say enough how much keeping a dream journal can help with the creative flow in fact it's been a tried and true method for some time now. Speaking on my own behalf too, since the topic is based off a spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine. So when speaking in terms of creation, we know this is speaking towards a bigger picture to explore. Females are the only vessels on this planet that can plant a seed inside and through a gestational period birth life. 
this is true all through the animal kingdom. So you really, I mean, I could keep going, but I'm not, it's really majestic. My battery's running low my laptop, so I'm gonna pass. Sorry if I took too long. That's beautiful, thank you. Thank you, Lily, so okay. much. And wonderful job, Lily. Uh, Lily. Lily has been with us for a while. I got a lot today, so I was like, how today. can I? That was awesome, good job. <laughs> All right, okay. cool. Okay, so um, uh, let me just get an idea of, of who's gonna take the talking stick next, David, and then, okay, Dave, David, then Ashley, or unless you guys wanna decide who wants to go next. Um, so there, there's just one thing that the, I was just coming, kind of reflecting back on my, my question in general of, you know, like what, what is the process of healing and things like that. I also just kind of want to ask a question to, to again, kind of like the, the feminine energy, the divine feminine energy that is literally right here with us in this chat, you know, like each one of us is literally a channel for that voice, that, that voice of the wisdom of, of, again, you know, like the divine feminine, which again is kind of like this heart wisdom or this higher dimensional wisdom, this 5D consciousness wisdom, which again, I think is a beautiful way of seeing it. Um, whereas like the male is again, almost like this, this part that separates from the divine feminine. And with that is kind of like the part that kind of like forgets it's part of the whole, but then has to find its way back. So um, the male is again, kind of associated with kind of like a lot more of the shadow and stuff like that. But again, that, that arises in everyone. Um, but what, what I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask uh, literally the divine feminine here. And if you guys wanna practice uh, answering this, please do. And it, it's literally the, like the question of like, like what, like what is needed like what do you need right now what can we do as divine masculine as culture what do you feel is needed right now you know give us please like give us like we are listening tell us what you feel is needed um both for from you know female to female but also for from male to female as well from those uh varying sides of the spectrum and everything like that and it was interesting because there was one comment here is from lise in the chat and it's literally just talking about um how uh, uh, within uh, their boyfriend's family, uh, they don't talk about their feelings. And, and so again, this idea of like seeing this a lot, I'm sure some of us probably had experiences with this, you know, be it through um, our personal families or even be it through like members of our family. Like I, I can say for myself, like my dad just doesn't really talk about his feelings that much. Not to say he doesn't have them, but he just doesn't talk about them. And, and, and that's okay with me. I'm like, all right, you know, that's just his style. That's okay, I respect that. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's probably a result as like his upbringing, probably, you know, in an earlier period where it just was never really encouraged, right? So it never became a habit. Um, so what would it be like if, again, if, if males were, again, kind of not only encouraged to be able to, to process their feelings and to connect with their feelings, but also to be able to communicate their feelings. And so, on behalf of as much as I can represent the divine masculine to, to do my best to kind of like tap into that wisdom within my heart as all of us can. One thing that I just wanted to be able to share, because I feel this is a very, very, very powerful piece of wisdom. And, and I'd love to be able to hear your, your, your thoughts on that for anybody here. Um, but going back to my question of like, you know, what is like, how do we heal and everything like that? I would say for the, on behalf of the divine masculine, if I was speaking to the divine feminine, I would be like, you know what would be really, really helpful for the healing of the divine masculine right now? If, if the divine feminine could listen to the divine masculine and, and, and preface that in the context of like literally listen to them speak about the things that they don't normally get a chance to speak about. I'm not saying like, oh, listen to me, give you instructions. I'm like, listen to me talk about the, the the burdens that I carry, that I've been carrying for years, you know, any sort of man, the things that I was never said that I could talk about and everything like that. Or, or again, you know, like, what would that look like? What would that look like where 
you know, just for, for that divine feminine to, to literally, again, I, again, I kind of feel like there's like this, this collective healing that is coming up that is arising in, in the world right now. And, and I would just, again, kind of like on behalf of the divine masculine, I would just say like divine feminine, like, please within your heart, it would help us a lot if you can hold space for just to listen to, to us be able to talk about the things that that are you know within our heart that we don't normally get a chance to talk about the things that scare us the shadows the darkness the things that we're healing the things that we aren't proud about the things that other people will you know judge and and and, and ridicule and everything like that and and again not to say any of those emotions aren't valid but if we want to really be able to heal we really have to be able to sit and i think it's the power of the divine feminine that can kind of like sit where it's just like speak to me like, like, speak to me, tell me, tell me, tell me what you are feeling as a result of this so that we can heal it together. You know, I, I just, I, for me, I honestly, like as simple as that sounds, I think that literally is a huge, huge thing within the collective healing that has taken place opposed to, again, kind of like someone does something wrong, like don't even like like i don't even want to hear it no excuses boom and you just put them out there and everything like that but um again in relatively speaking for the divine feminine to be able to bravely in the face of their own shadows be able to like sit with a masculine energy that that again is kind of like holding something wounded and be able to just say like i give you space to communicate and in that communication in that space of being seen and heard and still loved that is when the divine masculine will actually be able to heal parts of itself that it has not properly healed, healed for hundreds and hundreds of years that it still carries within us. At least that's the wisdom that, that it kind of comes out of my heart. Um, and let me know if that resonates with you, anybody in the chat or anybody else uh, here as well. Because again, I think that's like, yeah, I just think that's so incredibly powerful. And I understand that that takes a degree of like bravery and courage for the divine feminine to be able to do that. So um, passing it over to, was it David that we're going to pass it to next? Yeah, like give, give yeah. Okay, David, we'll pass it over to you, dude. And then Ashley will pass it over to you uh, afterwards. David, go. Yeah, that was, that was so powerful. That's so, that was so real. I, Cause that, wow. Yeah, that's huge. I wanted to piggyback on that actually, because um, just, I guess I don't like want to talk about myself, but like the, um, letting my cat out uh for me in my relationship specifically like my with my partner being kind of this predominantly masculine energy in our relationship like it's been really interesting watching how the status quo like the paradigm at large is kind of built like on her side you know what i mean it's very the masculine sort of paradigm that we exist in is very much i it's constantly, I, I joke, we joke, but like, it's constantly giving her the feedback that like, that that perspective is the right perspective just because of that kind of void of femininity in the collective consciousness as a whole. And it's been really interesting to go from a place where I didn't feel like I could articulate, that I had to kind of like suffer in silence to feeling like I could articulate how I was feeling about something and not have that like just devalued, um, or, you know, or treated like it was like kind of crazy. And, but then also to back to Brendan's point, um, when it came time, when I, when I started just kind of healing myself and creating that space for her um, and for myself, uh, a really cool thing happened or a thing, a way that I, I kind of came to that 
was beginning to realize like a thing that pulled the judgment off of giving her the space to kind of come and, and open up to me was the understanding of the archetypal nature of masculine energy and how it, it pulled some of the charge and the judgment off of it and it just became like natural. So like we have a running joke that like, you know, we only have one fight and it's always like her hyper-masculine perspective has infiltrated her point of view. And then my um, feminine perspective has infiltrated my point of view. And usually the second I let that go and realize, oh, wait, we're not talking about like the, this thing down here in this low, but we're talking up here. It really pulls a lot of the judgment away and really has helped me just open up and have that space so she can feel comfortable to go, oh yeah, like, because it usually comes down like, oh, obviously you think that that way, or obviously that's the way that I'm interpreting this. Um, and I think that's been really, really helpful uh, for me to kind of hold that space non-judgmentally and just become curious as to like how her perspectives are just different and not wrong. I think pulling the wrongness off of those perspectives is huge. Um, and then also just for us, um, I think it's really cool because it feels like the divine feminine energy is a very, like it's an awakening energy. It's an energy of awakening. Our paradigm has been so, you know, it's a masculine paradigm that we exist in now. The feminine energy is one of awakening. And I think as we awaken, it gives us a unique perspective as to what society is going to through at the moment. Like it gives us a perspective of, cause we have so many glorious maps from all of our beliefs and traditions or whatever, glorious maps of the process of awakening. And it really gives us the space. It, at least it's helped me become way less judgmental of when like um, things like cancel culture are the norm or things like it, it pulls a, a lot of that judgment off. Cause I go, oh no, I remember that. <laughs> yes, this is a part of the awakening process. When you get smacked with the divine feminine an overcorrect can happen. It happened for me. It happens for all of us. It's okay. You know, a lot of the time you're going to become overzealous and overcorrect. And it's going to take a while before we can balance that and, you know, ride that bull. And it's really helped me internally really just kind of not be so reactive and judgmental of what's happening out there and really turn inward and then deal with my own stuff. So I just think that as you know, the, the conscious creators that everybody here is, I think we, we have a, a unique gift to be able to kind of see that and just recognize that that's really our deal. And that's it. Awesome. Thank you, David. Well said. All right, we'll pass it over to Ashley. Ashley, when you're ready, go right in. Anything else, even in response to what David said, I said, or anything else, go for it when you're ready, Ashley. And let me, yep, let me try that again. There you go should be good oh yeah oh, oh wait so I, I we kind of decided in the chris chat that i was gonna go like okay. Yeah. Right, okay we'll pass over to chris then all right thank you chris go ahead chris when you're ready okay yeah so i just had some stuff that really like came to the surface like um when when lily was talking that were like extremely like um relevant and having to do with like you know just kind of this like the repressed like shadow that like you know has just like you know been within the collective for so long like you know has been suppressed and repressed and like you know like really we can look at like you know the time like the time now as being you know, it's it's this idea that like you know as the energies of life and soul like you know are more denied repressed or oppressed you know either in the psyche or in relationship um or in a relationship or in the culture at large 
like, you know, then basically like when that happens, you know, like it's a pressurization, you know, that it's the, that when that is happening, the more negative and darker aspects of like the feminine energy, like become activated within the psyche or, you know, they come up to the surface. So, you know, like when we look at this whole idea that has been referred to, you know, as this like collective kind of like purging process in so many ways, like it really is this process and this journey, you know, into, into the self you know, into like all of the areas of self that maybe we don't want to to go or, you know, into the, into those dark aspects of self and, you know, being able to journey within them to like be able to pull like the seeds of wisdom that is, you know, contained within the divine feminine itself. So, you know, when we look at this whole idea about like, you know, it's like going in and examining these dark aspects of ourself, we can call ourselves back to, you know, this ancient primordial wisdom that is contained within you know, as you were talking about, Brendan, with like, you know, the Aboriginal cultures, you know, I've always had such a strong connection with like, you know, Australian Aboriginal rock art and cave art and stuff. And why I felt like so connected to what Lily was saying and everything was, it reminded me of this card within my, um, the Mayan uh, Oracle deck that I use called, called Akbal. And you're like, this is literally like the card. It's like, you know, like journeying like into the abyss or, you know, into the cave or, you know, like it's the, into the womb. You know, and when you think about within caves, within like the past, it's literally like, you know, in so many ways, like entering into the darkness or into this womb of creation. And you see all the creation that is within, you know, like um, within cave art and stuff like that. And you have to think about, you know, the time back then when they would go in with like, you know, like barely any light and basically be like, you know, it was this journey into the darkness to, you know, basically like uncover and di discover, you know, like these aspects of self, like, you know, within that, um, within the darkness and in that like womb space of like creative energy. And so I just wanted to share some of the insights, like, you know, kind of like uh, um, from this card. And, you know, like the, basically what I wanted to say is that, you know, like, the energies now are all, like all calling us like back within. And you can think about this, like, you know, in so many ways, how it's like, so much of our attention is always focused externally. And this is like what Lily was saying. And it's what, you know, all of us have said, like in one way or another during this call, like, you know, it's just kind of this overly, like, you know, masculine energy, which is just focused on like doing instead of being able to receive, you know, like the gifts of being, of being alive, like, you know, instead of trying to do and do and do and do and do so much. And when you look at the results of our society, it's literally just a resultant of that. It's like this over masculine energy of just like, you know, like, constantly doing instead of being able to tune within and actually receive and to listen and you know like to receive the gifts like you know that come from you know the primordial waters or you know like of of ourself you know they come from like the darkness and being able to confront and face those aspects of self so I just wanted to share a couple of things from this you know like that the the shadow wisdom you know like of this card is like you know it's a viewpoint that is too internal and subjective and it comes like it comes with like you know sadness depression and self-judgment and fear of change and you know the transformation is to be willing to examine how you judge and evaluate yourself to embrace and follow your inner shadow processes to learn their gifts and you know the harmonic wisdom as you brought up before brendan like the word that i remember you saying you know it was just this integration you know like the meditation for this car i know i'm throwing a lot at you but you know it's that the meditation for this card is that i am a quote by T.S. Eliot, and it's that I am the darkness that is the light and the stillness that is the dancing. And the affirmation is I pilgrimage deep within to the sanctuary of self to garner the gifts awaiting me there. So, you know, like the whole idea of this card is, you know, to enter the enveloping darkness of the womb of self, to sit in stillness there, as you were saying, Brendan, the internal journey of introspection and integration of the mystery has begun. 
for yourself to look fully at your present situation from a subjective point point of view. So basically receiving this card that you were all receiving right now because I'm sharing it with you. <laughs> and it's because like, it, it was just like, I was I thought of this card and I was like, this like touches upon so many aspects of like what I feel like we're all going through collectively. Like, you know, like in past broadcasts, like, you know, we've talked about this whole idea of like, you know, it's like the dark night of the soul and stuff like that. And it's really just kind of like this deep internal process of being called like to go within when a lot of these things that are open outside of us are actually like have been closed you know like literally on a, on a physical level like so many of these different like um doing actions that are like associated with like you know just kind of being within the world being within the world without <laughs> you know like have been closed off to us so, you know it's really been calling us back into journeying within the self and if we haven't been journeying within ourselves then it's basically like we've been facing the results of all of those things that have been a result of just constantly doing. So, you know, it's like, then we maybe keep playing out the old program or the old story. And we actually like aren't listening to, and we aren't receiving the call to go within. So it's like, you know, like it's calling us to, you know, like examine these aspects of self, but maybe we are just continuing to do stuff all the time. So, you know, like, I think that during these times today, you know, like it really is this call of like, you know, the divine feminine to, you know, like turn within and to, you know, like, yeah, like to go within to the place of potential where all dreams, ideas, and possibilities exist. I'm not going to be too much longer, but you know, it's to enter into the potency of the dream time matrix. And you know, like, that's what the Aboriginal people called it. It was like, you know, like Aboriginal dream time <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, where all things are possible to utilize this, learn to utilize this dream time where there is no distinction between then and now, real or imagined, dream and, or dreamer. All that you are, all that you believe, hope, and dream creates your personal dream field. In that field, there are no victims or blame. You are now attracting those elements to your field that will create completion and wholeness for you. So it's asking you to become like lucid in life, like you know, to become the conscious dreamer, you know, like within the dream, as you always talk about, Brendan. And just so, like, you know, like when you draw this card, like it's being, it's being asked to cross the boundaries of your own growth edges. In the stillness within you, the potent gifts form in the darkness. So it's being willing to embrace and follow the process into the void of seeming pain and discomfort to the place of the mystery. Sense the possible answers and receive the insights being offered as the unconscious reveals itself. So it's paying a special attention to your dreams and that, you know, the potent treasures await you in the dream time where the mystery of enclosing darkness, you know, reveals its face. And, you know, it's so the shadow of this card, as I was explaining before, so like, you know, the, where we can kind of have this imbalance in this polarity is when we are focused too inward and subjective. So we, we can become lost within that kind of space of, of journeying inward, where we're not giving voice to the vision and shadow that we learn from our unconscious. So like, as Lily was explaining before, like, you know, it's so important to be expressing all of this too. So it's like, you know, this integration of both, it's like going within and finding all of this wisdom and then not being afraid to speak it and, you know, to will and will these aspects in into into the world like you know into creation you know like and creation is this act in of itself that is this twofold process like you know it's that the two can't be separated from each other like you know the masculine and the feminine so it's like you know going within then give without you know like it's this whole process that requires both of those things so you know like it's like that I'm going to be done in one second, but it's like, you know, like instead of resisting your subjective process, it's beginning to transform it by fully embracing it. So, you know, we journey into this abyss to find the positive intent of your subjectivity or inward search. So, you know, like basically it's like we may have issues of self-judgment to amplify our feelings of separation. And if that's so, 
need to enter into the sanctuary of silence to explore how your present belief systems may be creating illusion. In this evolutionary playing field, remember that belief systems that are ready to be transformed draw to themselves the way through their shadows. So be willing to step into the unknown. Go deep within. See what jewels may be hidden in the heart of your own darkness. The truth, the truth you will find, you find in the, that darkness often holds the greatest potential for growth. So, you know, when we journey within, we can really uncover, as I was saying before, you know, these hidden gems of wisdom, you know, that we can bring forth and bring outwardly to the world. But it doesn't, none of that happens through looking without and basically just constantly taking on what other people are telling us we should be doing. That's, that's the old paradigm when we've been being manipulated by what other people have been telling us what we should be doing. We need to turn within and go within to recognize our own inherent power that we have within us. Like, you know, to command that I am presence that, you know, like, it's like I am you know, capable of giving this, which I have received. So like, you know, it's like being able to integrate both. And that is coming into like this greater harmony within ourselves. And it only happens through examining these darker aspects of self that we oftentimes don't want to look at. And I think that this whole time collectively can be re related to this collective purging process where it's like, you know, releasing the old and releasing the old comes with being able to see those things for what they are and it comes from being able to find that stillness within yourself instead of just being so focused on the external and so focused on acting instead we need to be focused on receiving the gifts that are coming to us all the time you know in the form of different downloads and different information but it only happens when we can quiet the mind and we can go within into that darkness you know in order to reveal the light so that's what i had to share i know that's like a lot of stuff but it's just because so much stuff came up and i really wanted to share it so yeah <laughs> good job thank you chris awesome all right okay uh we'll, we'll pass it over to to ashley uh in one second i'm just gonna um riff on um on a couple things here um i'll, I'll wait till later I'll pass it over to ashley now so ashley when, when you're ready go right ahead and i'll pass it over to you if you're ready so yeah go for it um I just want to say thank you, Chris, like just a million times yes to everything you just said. Um, I have some things I wanted to touch on about, yes, healing the divine feminine and just to add some little um, things off of what Chris said. Um, let's see. here. Well, it was really cool when you're talking about, you know, being in caves, being in womb, like being in that like womb in the abyss in the darkness, like classically a lot of um, shamans and druids would find their most powerful meditations within doing it in, ca in caves, as well as going on psychedelic trips in uh, caves. And part of, if, if you look across so many cultures, it's interesting um, how much of the psychedelic trips, you know, this vast range of um, herbs you can take was part of that, which partly took them to the spirit realm took them to that um, dream time to see all uh, that which is and classically in ancient times like the first shamans were women um, so i wanted to yes go over a few elements on how to, to uh to connect the divine feminine divine feminine as well as heal her um one of my favorite things that i always say like a broken record is doing yoga specifically like therapeutic yoga and yin yoga one because it is essentially it's more slowed down and when we slow down we're more able to feel our emotions and um uh 
um, don't get me wrong, all forms of yoga are amazing and beautiful, empowering, and but they serve different purposes at di uh, different times. And with, you know, classic Hatha or Vinyasa, it's very quick, it's very fast, fast, it's very rigid in terms of the structure and autonomy, uh, anatomy and alignment, whereas yin and therapeutic yoga, it's more of just kind of resting and releasing and being with already with uh, what already is. And um, I find that there comes a lot more of emotional releases in those two types of yoga specifically, just because again, you're giving your yourself the space to fully sit and sink and be with yourself in the varying different postures and allow the mind to slow down. Um, another element is doing sacral work. So whether um, that's different postures that focus on um, the sacral chakra, whether that's doing like color therapy or different mantras, anything that's going to connect you with the sacral chakra, because that's essentially um, kind of like the divine feminine home. You know, that's where the womb is. That is... Um, where our creation and our creativity as well as water water really i like all elements connect to the divine feminine but water is a super super huge one so being connecting with water like that like propelled me into a different universe um this is kind of like out there but i like when you plant your womb when you essentially like do like blood rituals or moon blood rituals and you connect to the earth and you give it to the earth you give it back to the water like just connecting for me with water in that way. Um, and I have this um, like special creek that I go to where you can kind of like sit in the middle, like, cause the rocks rise up. So I've like meditated in the river and that's like really powerful. Um, and it's, it's funny because it's like, it's part, the divine feminine is part stillness in the aspect of, introspection but really she is fluid and she's always moving so that's why water is a big one and so dance and movement and this um concept of mindful uh, mindful movement and mindful um meditation in that way is super super huge um what else do we got here um chris was also talking about uh, i think it's chris basically like part of that abyss, the void, the darkness is entering into our subconscious or, or our unconscious. So doing work, um, like I do things like yoga nidra, um, hypnosis, all these things that are going to go in and heal that subconscious, which is like, when you get in there, things shift real, real big, because that is the root. Like you can sometimes say daily mantras all day long, which are great and powerful, but sometimes they're just so wounded and rooted and, and deep within um, your energetic bodies that you have to go right to the source to heal that. So that's another one. Connecting with nature in any way, because I believe a huge aspect of the Supreme Mother is uh mother earth thinking about how much she gives to us she just constantly gives 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 and we haven't been um the best to uh always treat her the same back and that's why i like to do rituals involving giving back my love to mother earth and connecting with her um in that same way 
Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, another one is the aspect of um, sacred sexuality and and tantra because again that the divine feminine is part of that creative energy that creates which is part of sexual energy sexual energy is really just another form of creative energy and when you can learn to heal your sexuality it's very very common within men or women to have beings around you know sexuality sexual abuse um so involving that healing process is is very very major um and transformative um and one last one is what i like to do is essentially just connecting to yourself um and and channeling so when you think about something you want to do when you think about answers rituals like anything you want to do that you want to first look at external information for just like stop take a breath create it as an intention for a meditation and see if anything comes to you directly so instead of always looking at a book or something for external sources see what directly comes to you through feeling through intuition because those are major um components for her uh, for divine feminine um, as well. And lastly, I just want to touch on um, women. I think like we really need to be, or at least like this is my standpoint, like big advocates, big supporters, big hold, being able once, of course, we've healed it within ourselves, being able to hold, like Brendan was saying, that container for men to feel and let them know that this is safe. Like this is this is okay. Like, I just see a lot of, um, you know, examples around TikTok and social media always being like, the joke is like, men are trash. Like, that's usually like, the general phrase that's like thrown out there. And while it's like funny, and of course, like men don't always treat women great. Like, I think we need to be able to shift that and understand why they're acting like that. Um, because through understanding, we can always find compassion. So why do maybe men degrade women or don't treat them, you know, gray abuse, all these things. And it's because like, that's the culture they, they were usually brought up in. And this is just on the collective stance, you know, there's specific situations where it might not be the same, but you know, they were born into the patriarchy and they were from birth taught these things of, what is to be valued of a woman and how to treat her and they're not always taught the right things and a lot of women actually have a lot of internalized misogyny as well because we're taught not to value our own femininity so once we look in into ourselves and, and heal these aspects of ourselves i really make a call out to women to be able to be there and and support men on their uh, divine feminine healing journey, which is also healing their um, fractured divine masculine and realizing how powerful they can be in feeling their feelings and sharing that space. And let me just tell you from a healed um, uh, divine feminine, like in healing that in myself, like when I see like a man embracing his femininity, like that's sexy as hell. I just got to put that out there. Like that is so beautiful, so attractive, like wholeness, seeking out wholeness. Like let's stop the shame around that. Like in my opinion, 
a healed embodied woman will find that attractive. She won't think, oh, that's gross. Or, oh, men shouldn't be like that because that is part of the divine masculine and being healed in that aspect and leading with truth and integrity and, and nurturing. Like men, the divine feminine classically is that um, nurturing energy. So yeah, want to support you guys. Love you guys. Love the work that you're putting into yourself. It's so honored. It's so needed. And it's so appreciated. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ashley. And um, Ashley, I, 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 what, what I wanted to mention here, I might actually be curious to even just pass over to you quickly and then pass over to someone else. Um, there, there's just two things. I, I'll just say one thing first. One thing that's just kind of like a general idea that's just interesting to think about. It's kind of been mentioned earlier, but just again, there's people who are new. Um, I love the word matrix and a lot of people think of the word matrix, but they don't always associate matrix with literally being associated with matriarch, which again is literally the divine feminine. And the word matrix literally means womb. So when you think of it, like what is the purpose of the womb? The purpose of the womb is to birth something into creation. So if we are in a quote unquote matrix right now, uh, that is literally, again, something that is here to birth our soul, to birth our consciousness, so to speak. Um, uh, one of the things that I think was uh, just, um, I wanted to mention real quick, uh, even though there's, there's a few things that I wanted to be able to say, um, but Again, like even within the divine feminine, I love the example of Kali as the divine feminine, you know, because so we're, we're talking a lot about the different archetypes of the divine feminine. And we are talking about how it's like this very gentling and nurturing. But we are also talking about, again, kind of this warrior energy. And so I love the idea that like the, the fierceness um, and the fire of the divine feminine it has always been a part of the story where it's like yo like she will burn you to the ground she will burn right through your bullshit you know like she will cut through she will see through your manipulation she will see through your lies she will you know like pulverize you into the grains of your very molecular being so that you can rebuild yourself so that you can transform um you know so it's kind of like the the flame itself um is a very kind of like feminine energy as much as the water as much as all the elements right um so i think that's a very interesting thing and there's also this very interesting idea where you know kali we think about this deity and again it's a deity that a lot of us uh, have seen the depictions and it's depicted almost like a creature out of a horror movie it's got like skulls around its neck it's like holding bloody knives it's got like this demon face and everything like that and it's supposed to be scary it's supposed to be terrifying you know um because it kind of like represents like the you know the universe uh, the the universe is like karmic righteousness where it's basically saying like it's like you know like you like you're like where there is imbalance within yourself the universe will help create balance by calling you out on your imbalance by bringing light to it um out of love even though it may be fierce at times right um, a lot of like kind of like that like airy sad energy as well um, but what i was going to say what's interesting is that the kali archetype within the story is that as if 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 you actually try to get to know kali the relationship will change if you actually try to understand her, she becomes gentle. She meets you in this place. Like people think it's like, it's like, oh, Kali, like that's a great, that's a great like representation of a woman. This like crazy woman running around with bloody knives. Like, oh, like that doesn't sound like a very pleasing symbolic representation of a woman. It's like, what are you trying to say? Like you call on this, you know, like, what are you trying to say? Right. Um, it sounds like it's, it's an insult if, if, if it's, if it's not how, if it's not held in the right context. But I love that idea that 
beyond the kind of like scariness of of this archetype of the divine feminine there is the softness behind it there is always the the element of of um i think when i think of the divine feminine i think of the the archetype of fierce love and fierce rage and fierce anger and i think we're seeing this a lot i think we're seeing this a lot where um again with with a lot of the things that are happening right now where there's like different like sexual allegations related to even even people within the the conscious community as well you know like if, if you haven't heard there's been quite a quite a fair amount of that going around um Nako being a, a great example again you know that a lot of people are just like wait a second like here's this person i thought he was supposed to be great um, but it turns out that he has shadows and he has crappy behavior too. And so you saw this righteous wave of divine feminine just being like, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Um, but then that was actually the post that it was someone who worked with Nako. And that was the person who actually said that where they were basically like, yo, like divine feminine, like if we want men to be able to break this cycle, we have to be able to hold space for them where they can communicate, where they can talk, um, opposed to just kind of like running at them with the, you know, with the bloody knives and everything like that. There is a purpose to that. But even for the divine feminine, can you carry both? can you carry both at the same time the gentleness and the kind of fierce rage the fierce anger because again you know behind this is something i've talked about before and i'll pass it over to ashley behind uh when you get curious about anger when you get curious about rage there is love within it you know the only reason you're angry or because your rage is there is because you care about something so deeply so the rage is justified right um, but at the same time, you know, like just being aware of kind of like the different ways in which the feminine uh, can sort of like continue to hold space um, for the for the healing of, of the divine masculine as well. But anyways, um, Ashley, I'll pass over to you. And then for anybody else who wants to go next, just put your hands up real quick. Um, again, uh, Kristen, I'll pass it over to you next. Um, just kind of and, and oh, I, I also should mention we're getting close to the end of the broadcast. So let's say we'll wrap it up within about a half hour, even though I know this one could go on for a little bit longer. Um, Ashley, any thoughts on the Kali archetype or anything else I said? Um, please feel free to go ahead and jump right. Um, I just the first thing that you said that I didn't even realize. It's funny that when you talk about the Matrix, like what do we when you what is the most famous movie? Obviously, the the name, the title is the Matrix, but the way they portray that is in very like. Um, kind of computer generated like logical kind of like this masculine form of the matrix and you see kind of people talking about um you know oh we live in the matrix and like computer generated but yes classically the belief is that it's you know it's the spider um the web of life the creation of life and that form and um in terms of kali and just that type of archetype yeah, it definitely is a balance between the gentle and the fire because that's one of the greatest powers, I believe, of the divine feminine is the cyclical nature of birth, death, and rebirth, alchemical transformation um, in that regard. So she needs to be able to hold that fire to have that process. But on the other end, when... Um, you see more of an imbalance when a, the divine feminine is too passive and kind of becomes that um, victim mentality. And that's when you can tell when it's um, imbalanced. And um, and I think women, women have to kind of have that 
fire, especially within um, this specific climate of, I don't want to say keeping, it's not keeping men in line, but I guess that's not the way to phrase it, um, owning your own wholeness and owning your own self-love and not um, letting like in terms of like boundaries, <clears throat> excuse me, like of uh, being able to uphold your boundaries, being able to um, speak your truth and like use your voice. Like women ha have to have that aspect of fire, but just like, just like the masculine, when it's too fiery, it can kind of go into um, persecution and control and anger without understanding. And so it is finding that divine balance because that's where how you see the outplay of the fractured masculine now is like if you don't give someone the ability to have the space to feel their feelings it comes out in anger it comes out in rage and and control um yeah i think that's cool awesome thank you thank you ashley um, Kristen, pass it over to you, and then whoever else wants to go next, just go ahead and let me know when you're ready. Go ahead, Kristen. Awesome. So absolutely beautiful thoughts, Ashley. I love hearing your words of wisdom. They're always so lovely. Thank you for sharing. Um, I Sometimes during these broadcasts, I like to do a small tarot pull just to get a little clarity on the conversation. And in asking the Divine Feminine, what do we need to hear? I actually pulled the... Um, Ace of Cups, which I thought was pretty perfect for um, the life-giving waters that flow from above. As our words and thoughts create worlds, would we not want to bring creation with kindness, love, and open minds? That's all I had to share. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. And thank you, Kristen's tarot deck for adding some insights to the discussion tonight. So even then, even even like when you think about it, like working with tarot, working with divination it is in itself working with like the divine feminine energy, again, kind of like that intuitive connection. Um, so again, uh, passing it over to, to Rachel and uh, and then we'll keep going from there. Go ahead, Rachel. Yeah, um, I actually, um, I had something to say to what Ashley said, and hopefully I remember it, but um, in response to the Ace of Cups, oh my goodness, I just like had a feeling that that was the card that you had. So, okay, the the trusting, the intuition, but um, also Brendan, what you just said too about the tarot being the divine feminine, like using those like tools of divination. Um, Actually, um, something that's been coming up for me a lot recently in the past couple months has been this knowing that I don't, or like this feeling and knowing that I don't actually need those tools and relying on those tools is actually holding me back from my true intuition. And like when I use the tarot, I keep getting all of this stuff that's like, I already knew that. It's like, why did I bother asking? Like, it's almost frustrating because I'm like, wait, like, I didn't even need to like pull those cards because that was just like a waste of time because I already knew that. And like, I'm just like not trusting my gut, not trusting my intuition. So I'm trying to rely on this outside source of myself. And this is again, going back to like outside of ourselves and not within ourselves and like, like looking for this affirmation, these affirmations and this guidance from something outside of ourselves. But we are all the Christ consciousness. We are all the God and goddess like within our, ourselves. And so to look for anything outside of ourselves is to step away from that divinity. And so in using any of those kinds of like 
tools like like pendulums tarot crystals like all of that like that's amazing and it's great and I love all of that stuff but when it really comes down to it if we really want to connect with our divinity that actually is a barrier to connecting with that and like I see that as more of the divine masculine actually because it is like this very physical um which is interesting because again it's like the dualities because the masculine is more of like the like ethereal spirit and like the feminine is more physical, but at the same time, like I see it as like the logical, like I need a logical um, explanation for like what to do. Like, so I'm gonna look at these cards to tell me what I need to know and what I need to do and what I need to feel right now. Like looking for something outside of the self and like needing this like logical explanation instead of just going, oh, I just had a feeling. Oh, I just had a thought. I should just like trust that and just like, like, I, I feel it, I know it, you know? Um, so um, that was in response to the tarot cards. And I, I love that. That's one of my favorite cards. I've been pulling that card so much over the course of the last few months. And um, it really spoke to me. I got really excited when you pulled that card. So thank you for sharing that, Kristen. That was so beautiful to, to see that in this space tonight. Um, and then let me see if I remembered what I wanted to say in response to what Ashley said. I might not remember. That's okay. Can I can I ask um, you a question, Rachel? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay. So this is this is kind of going back to a question that I asked earlier, but just even right now, I'll, I'll preface it again. Um, as divine feminine, on like behalf of the divine feminine, representing it, what do you need from us on behalf of the divine masculine right now? What do you need from us? You know, moving forward. I don't know if you saw my my comments in the YouTube chat in response, but when you were talking about listening. Um, I was actually feeling the same way, which is kind of fun. It's like, again, like this is what Lily actually commented in the Zoom chat. So I don't think it was, everyone could see it, but like the grand irony is that um, we want men to speak more about how they're feeling. And it, like ex exactly what you were saying about like, we need to listen to how men are feeling. But the thing is, we already feel it. We already know, like we have this knowing of like what you're thinking and what you're like, <laughs> I had all this like this whole thing with my ex where like I felt it I knew like I knew that like that he wasn't being honest and forthright and communicating with me and I, like I had this knowing and feeling about it and I still was like trying to get to the bottom of it without him expressing it and like saying like okay like I feel it I know it and then not trusting my intuition because he wasn't coming right out and saying it but still like I don't know like it really frustrates me that we're all still trying to like pit one against the other and so like really we all need the same thing we all want the same thing we all want to be heard and listened to and communicated with and so like maybe men seem to have more of this like the masculinity not even men but just like the masculine side of things is that you don't want to talk about how you're feeling you just want to talk about what you know and like this like share your knowledge and like um i forget who brought this up earlier but the idea that um the masculinity is like pulling from like what's come before and like looking at books and like facts and science and things that other people have already figured out and trying to dissect that or like create your own perspective on something that's like already been written down like in history or like taken from history and then the feminine is very much like the feeling the gut feelings is like the feminine energy is like that the intuition and not like the knowing and so for the 
as the divine feminine, we want to be heard for what we know. We want to be, we want to feel like we know what we're talking about. There have been so many situations where I've interacted with um, mostly wounded divine masculine, but they steamroll me. And like, I mean, even like, I feel like I have always had this balance of the feminine and masculine where I have always been a big talker. I do talk a lot. I have a lot to say and I like to share my knowledge but also very in touch with my feelings as the divine feminine, as, as, a, as a female being who very much resonates with the female side of things, but also like never understood when they would say, cross your legs, no, you can't go climb that tree. Like, what do you think? Like, I think Lily brought this up too, like the be a lady, sit like a lady, like, I don't know, like you can't do that because you're a lady. And the same thing for men too, that they get told they can't do certain things because like, oh, like, no, you can't, um, play dress up or play house that's not manly um and like so it's all these constructs but really when it comes down to it we all need and want the same things we you men the divine masculine wants to be feel like they can express they want to feel like they can express their feelings and the divine feminine we want to feel like we can express our knowledge without being told that we don't know what we're talking about and that like what we think we know isn't really the facts and what we know isn't what we really know. And that you know, like the, or not you, but like the divine masculine knows better and has more insight into knowledge. Um, and so it's really two sides of the same coin. It's all the same thing. And it's just finding how, like it's really all comes down to communication. It's really what it is all about. And I think it's very much both for, for both energies. And both energies to come into union need to see it as one thing and not like we need this from you and you need this from us and like again it's the duality and as long as we keep it in a duality there won't be a healing it'll always be one pitted against the other um so that's my insight on that and now i completely forget what i had to say to what ashley said so we'll skip that but i loved everything today and um just i guess i'll do my closing remarks and say Thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, for the opportunity to speak here tonight. And I loved everything that everyone had to say, um, especially what Ashley was saying towards the end there. It was, I can't actually express how that resonated with me. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that a, a bunch of people popped out already though, because I really was resonating with a lot of what Lily had to say as well. Um, and you guys are all just so beautiful and I love you all so much. And thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so much gratitude. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, as well, for bringing your, your beautiful energy to this discussion. So, um, again, we're going to get close. So let's, so let's kind of say like, you know, like one more pass around the circle. So for anybody else kind of like additional thoughts, you know, um, kind of related back to the question of like, what is needed right now? Um, what I'm actually going to do, I'm actually just going to take a moment here to just kind of like, just kind of like share a little bit about my path moving forward and, and how I choose to continue to develop my own personal relationship with the divine feminine energy, both outside of me and inside of me. And for the men uh, who are here as well, I encourage you to kind of reflect and even echo something uh, within your own words. So with what it is, again, going back to my curiosity's question where it's like, you know, like, it's like, what do you need right now? Like, tell us, tell us what you need right now. Um, and I just... <laughs> 
reminded of that scene from the notebook where ryan gosling's there with rachel mcadams and that's not the best example because that relationship's kind of toxic and everything like that um but he's like he's like what do you want what do you want and she's like i don't know i don't know but like inside she knows but it's like hard to be able to explain and express and everything like that um but what what i feel called to do is right now within this point in the story i just feel called to be able to like help like help like kind of like hold up the female to like hold up to kind of like to kind of again almost going back to like this this concept of almost like worship um in a in a traditional sense uh in in a very like day-to-day sense where it's like not just worship but it's also like in service and celebration is is the way that i see that and then and, and i share that relationship um again like within people in the community members of the team friends family my mother and things like that and then even like even with like my own with my own partner i have like a another layer of that intimate relationship with that and i know that in a lot of ways like for for the for the females and everything like that um through again a lot of a lot of what i'm thinking about here almost kind of like goes back to our previous podcast about spiritual spiritual lessons of relationships and love and and i'm thinking about um how from my own experience i know the power of females in like being able to be like held during times of uncertainty to be like have like someone kind of like next to them um in times when there may be kind of like doubt and fear and and just kind of like a lot of like grief and everything like that um so that's where something where again you know like just being able to practice just being able to kind of like commit myself to to just being able to kind of like hold space for the collective healing that is happening uh within both of us right now and to know that like one of the ways that that can happen with the female um is literally again not even so much in words but it's more so in presence you know it's the presence of that divine masculine that that again can just kind of um at times like help like kind of like anchor in the feminine you know like i'm just kind of like imagining and again i'm not trying to like obviously again like i'm not trying to get like into two specific stereotypes and stuff like that but you know i'm just like almost like imagining um and this could be entirely just like a a fairy tale in my head but i'm imagining um like a woman giving birth and 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 that being like a very 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 powerful transformational time what would it mean for them in that moment in that moment of like of birthing pains of transformation for them to like be there with um like their partner their husband but again like this could be anyone it doesn't necessarily gender isn't necessarily specific um but to be there in that position where you know imagine they like were just like able to kind of like hold the hand of their partner in that moment how would that make them feel how would that presence be able to make them feel um and so like that's the type of presence where it's kind of like hey like i know what we are going through is a little bit scary and i know what we are going through is going to be a little bit hard it's going to be a little bit challenging and even though i don't know 100 percent what will happen what i do know is that i will choose to stand next to you and that is my promise you know that is my promise to be able to not try and like dictate and and say what what may or may not need to happen but to literally just stand in the presence of this unfolding story that we are both in and so for myself i've had a just kind of reflecting here knowing that we're just going around the circle and and i just want to be able to take a moment here 
my personal relationship with the divine feminine has always been a big part of my story. And and even for those of you, um, if you guys are looking to go in and, and see a little bit of this, you can actually see it within the Journey to Lucidity movies, um, which are the movies that I've made by the Transformational Festival. And there's one scene within the second one, and it's literally this character within the movie who represents like the mother goddess like it like literally it's this this one of the leaders at the festival just beautiful beautiful woman and, and she just oozes like this this essence of like divine mother energy divine feminine energy and there's a scene in the movie where um it's kind of cute um and basically it's a scene where i like make a promise with her um and I basically pledge, I basically pledge my, my servitude, my loyalty, my devotion, my, my, again, my, my, my thing where it's like, it's like, yo, like, yeah, my journey is important. My personal journey is important, but like my deeper journey is to be able to help make sure that you get to where you need to get on your journey. How can I assist you with that? You know, I almost kind of like think back to some sort of like classical archetype of kind of like a knight serving the queen or something like that. That type of archetype is something that I just kind of like has always been a part of me. And now it's kind of transformed into this idea of like, you know, like for the divine feminine, it's like I give you my sword. Like I, I shall stand for you. I shall stand to be able to protect you, to be a messenger of you, to be in service of you and to worship you and to love you. And, and again, in the times where the relationship is again kind of on that intimate level where it's like really just to celebrate you in all the creative and beautiful ways that that, that you want to be able to to share in this celebration and so that's the thing where even part of the relationship with the divine feminine um, honoring it within myself is great in being able to share it in a way where it is about like the exciting parts it is about the joy it is about the bliss it is about the sensuality it is about the expression the freedom you know like i think just as an example kind of connecting into this divine feminine energy i almost think of like the scene of kind of like running with you know like say you've, you've got uh, say i'm this could be me or this could be someone else there's like a male who's kind of like again kind of like got this like tough macho attitude to him or something like that and then the woman kind of like softens him and invites him to kind of take off his armor again almost going back to like this archetype of like the the prince you know the the knight and the queen sort of thing take off your armor you know like reveal open your heart and i imagine like the scene of like uh, again it sounds like something out of a movie of like um a woman kind of like leading the man uh back into the realm of spirits you know back into like running through the fields and connecting with nature and being in the grass and now that i think about it like that's essentially actually like what we see in like pocahontas you know like like literally like this john smith character and then pocahontas is like like let me show you that softness with inside of you and let me give you the space to be able to celebrate it and to express it and to be able to connect more with it and so you know for myself where it's like kind of at a part in my journey where I, I'm already honored that. I do honor that that Pocahontasness within me. Like I'll sing Colors of the Wind, I'll sing songs. We might even end this broadcast with a song. I actually forgot to mention that. So if anybody wants to like sing with a little, not that song, but if anybody, well, that maybe, but if anybody wants to sing any sort of song or just kind of like even a song, it could be made up on the spot, please feel free. Um, Cause I feel that is a very good representation of this feminine energy. But um, again, you know, I, I, I get excited about the feminine energy in kind of like this, 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 uh, again, kind of like this, this next level in the narrative where we start getting into this idea of like divine marriage, 
divine union and maybe that's a broadcast for another for a whole like that's another topic for a whole nother broadcast you know like i like i'm debating i'm like do we need to have another podcast where we literally just talk about spiritual wisdom of the divine masculine like is that another three-hour discussion and then do we have one on like divine marriage divine union what does that kind of like look like as we continue to support each other because again even though we're three hours into this discussion there's still so much more uh to be able to to be talked about but now for me I am so grateful to be able to be in a relationship with uh, a, a partner who, again, is is like balancing masculine and feminine energies within themselves. Again, even even to the point where it's like beyond labels. It's just like, yo, I'm just a human. I'm just a human. That's what I am. And then from my end, I'm like, yo, I'm just a human too. Like, yeah, I got labels and terms and everything like that. But as humans, let us kind of like join in this place of celebration. Let us join in this place of ecstatic creation and expression. And so, yes, the the aspects of the feminine very much are, again, kind of, you know, helping hold space for the healing. But when the healing has taken place, then what does it look like? You know, and that's where it gets really exciting. That's where it gets to, yo, let's like kind of going back to what we were talking about with Chris and earlier, where it's like, yo, let's look inwards. Let's connect to the inner worlds. Let's connect to the creativity. Let's connect to the wisdom. And I literally said that at the beginning where it's like, you know, through the wisdom, through the spiritual wisdom of the divine feminine, we will find our way back to the knowledge of the heart, you know, like through the wisdom of the heart. And I, and I feel like that kind of like summarizes it where again, the male is kind of like, plays like this character that kind of leaves the mother forgets that it is a part of this sacred union and then the mother kind of calls it back so we kind of hear this story of like oh what are we doing we're walking each other home what, what does that mean we are walking ourselves back to where we came what does that mean we are walking ourselves back to the wisdom of the divine mother to spirit to the realm of you know like the energy that is beyond that which is seen so um yeah that's just something that i just kind of like felt called to to express um i i i think it's um a beautiful thing to kind of like imagine this vision of kind of like the masculine and feminine energies kind of like rising together and what that looks like the healing is a part of the process but i think just being able to hold that vision beyond uh, of what that looks like and, and just being able to invite you know both men and women to kind of like change the relate change the way they relate to those energies for some men you know it's being able to to take off the armor and then for other women it's being able to hold up the sword you know neither one belongs to the other um it's just a matter of which one we have kind of accumulated more over time because of habits and history sort of thing so uh anyways uh let me know if that resonates with you anybody else in the chat drop those 11 11s or if anybody else says anything to drop those 11 11s um we'll pass it over to who wants who wants to go next i didn't i didn't figure that out yet who wants to go next chris wants to go next okay and then who wants to go after chris um either david or david we'll figure it out david do you, or david let's figure that okay chris i'll pass it over to you and again we'll get close to wrapping this up and we'll finish off with a little meditation and rachel's going to sing us a song maybe possibly we'll see i don't know have to see oh she's thinking about it yeah okay i'm like <laughs> she's like oh i'll do it so <laughs> okay chris when you're ready go ahead uh wow so like so much stuff has been coming up over the course of this broadcast and just like i think th like like what I always need to like always kind of reflect back upon too is that like you know like so like within these within these like um synergy circle broadcasts I think something that we can all like bring to our attention is just the fact that so much is brought to our attention you know like in the course of these broadcasts like you know because it's like all of us sharing these like you know individual kind of like you know unique perspectives that like is really just our own kind of filtering of this like collective energy that's like you know coming coming like you know to us all and you know like we're all just kind of like you know translating that 
um, and expressing that in these different ways, like, you know, if we do feel called to, but really just like, you know, even if we're not outwardly expressing it right away, like, you know, just some of the things that we can um, be like, you know, these downloads, like, you know, if you want to call it that, like, you know, just all this information that's like, you know, kind of being thrown into the collective field that we're like, you know, generating here. And I just wanted to say that like, you know, so much like has been so synchronistic and just everything that's come up because like, I'm literally reading this book that I just got gifted to me, like called uh, the, the, the Kabbalah, you know, which is like hermetic philosophy. And it's like, you know, understanding, you know, the, the principle of, of gender, of inherent within like, you know, uh, everything and stuff like that. And so what you were just even talking about, Brendan, was just that like, um, what it brought up within me was that, uh, you know, like, it's this idea that like, you know, like, the name of this broadcast to begin with, like, you know, is like the wisdom of the divine feminine, you know, like in wisdom, you know, is also known as within, within like a Kabbalah or within like, you know, kind of like the Gnostic teachings. It's like, you know, wisdom, Sophia, you know, so like this idea of like Christos Sophia it refers to the perfection of the law of gender inherent within the solar logos made manifest. So it's basically reflected as the sacred masculine and sacred and sacred feminine unified and made whole. So that which is made in the true image of the Godhead. So Christos Sophia is the path of spiritual ascension that leads to the inner discovery of the spark of divinity that exists within the sacred crystal heart and is found within all creation. So like, you know, the inner path of, of, the, of Christos Sophia is taken through gradual spiritual initiations that are designed to unite the polarities that exist between the inner and the outer in the world of forces that alchemically shift our light body. I'm just, I'm, I'm not like just channeling all this information. I'm sharing this from like a, um, ascensionglossary.com, which I like sent like, you know, into the chat space, but it's like a great resource for all this. And sometimes it's like a little bit too much. Like when I first kind of came across this one resource, it's like, you know, pulling together all this information and stuff like that. But I recently just like um, came into contact with, I was connecting with my brother, uh, you know, Brendan in Massachusetts, where I also met up with and connected with, with Rachel. But, you know, it was like, it was so awesome to connect with and like, you know, come into this like, you know, uh, union with him in, in some ways, like, you know, just through this connection that we shared in that like, he, um, you know, is always tapped into this deep like well of wisdom and stuff like that. And like, has definitely like, been on these deep kind of pages of exploration where it's kind of like a gold mine of information and I just want to like to share that like fact that it's just kind of like sometimes like on our search for information so like that we can just start kind of like being directed to these like sources of information that just like really provide so much and so yeah I, I don't mean to go on for too long about this but you know it gets really just this like like the idea of Christus Sophia is this idea of like you know kind of like um coming into this balance or you know like this hiero the hieros gamos you know like this this alchemical union so like it's like you know it leads us to seek our own inner wisdom through divine gnosis within our soul and you know ultimately helps us to achieve spiritual freedom through attaining unity with like the godhead so you know like when we are at one with god we exist like within the virtue ethics of the spirit of christ like we emanate that pure love and wisdom consciousness you know, like, through the marriage that, like, we attain through the two, and, you know, like, this is just, like, one conception of that, of course, like, you know, it's, like, the Christos Sophia, but it's also, like, you know, like, the union of, like, you know, Shiva and Shakti, and, you know, like, Shakti being that, like, you know, universal energy that is inherent within all of creation, so, you know, like, working with the energy of Shakti can, like, you know, be expressed, it, the energy of Shakti is, exp is expressed through all of these different Hindu deities, so, you know, like, one of those being, you know, the deity of, of, of Durga, you know, so, like, of, of all the aspects of the Divine Mother, it is perhaps, like, you know, Durga who is worshipped most, so it literally means one who's difficult to approach or difficult to know, that's what Durga means, and so, like, man is constantly tormented by his own negative thoughts and feelings, 
so they have to be rooted out. So by like worshiping Durga, you know, the spirit, the, the um, spiritual aspirant, you know, invokes her strength to help annihilate all desires and allow the divinity within to unfold. So what I wanted to just share and why I'm expressing this is that, you know, like all of these different deities that we see commonly displayed with throughout all these religions are these manifestations of godhead you know like of of divinity itself so you know when you talk about the shock the energy and stuff like that it's not just limited like we all in one way or another you know are devoted to and we um you know devote our time and attention and energy to these different aspects of creation so really being able to like devote it to these deities they're they're just these forms that are representative of the formless. So I just wanted to say that, that like, you know, like it's like all of these deities and stuff like that, that we can look to like, and what I've learned so much more about them is that it's not like, you know, you are worshiping this material thing for the material aspect of it, but it's because you can only do that. Like you can only direct your energy towards something that is material in form to then honor the divine. So it's kind of like, you know, we use these different tools, like, you know, as Rachel was saying, you know, like these decks and stuff like that to connect with that which is actually immaterial, you know, like that which is actually within, you know, but like we look without and we need to do that in order to actually connect with like what's within. So it's like, you know, I just wanted to put some of that in perspective that, you know, like a lot of different ways that we can, uh, why, why I even brought this up to begin with was because you were talking about like, you know, like this worship of like, you know, the divine feminine friend and like what you were talking about. And it's just like, you know, we can see this with so much of that, you know, like pure, you know, yoga in of itself like you know is like devotion of the divine mother like you know like it is like that is like you know it in its in its uh purity and you know it's so, like the worship of the divine mother and like you know of the divine feminine like i think it enters into all these aspects of our live lives because truly it's like you know like it is the worship of of nature of like you know like creation you know like the creative energy made manifest like you know within this plane of existence so like it's so cool to just be able to be able to bring ourselves to see that that it's just like you know that really we are appreciating that which is beyond the form itself but we need to kind of like concentrate that energy or you know bring it into form like you know like it's it's all about like, like the form and the formlessness and you know how can we come back to a state of union within ourselves to be able to actually like you know come back into that which is light but, you know, like, it's like we need to journey through the darkness that, like, is all around us in order to enter back into that. Or, you know, it's like we need to um, find uh, our way back to the that which we are. But, you know, it's like it's only through the journey of becoming that we find that. And the journey of becoming is literally like, you know, this playing out of all these energies that is within this matrix of creation, you know, like it is within this um this reality so yeah i don't know i know i just touched upon a bunch of different things but it's because so much like has come up in the course of this conversation and i just wanted to share express because like i'm definitely done now <laughs> i wanted to express like you know my gratitude and appreciation for being part of this call again like it always like allows me to just like really like bring all of this stuff up to the surface and you're know, like that's what we're all doing you know, we're bringing the consciousness like bringing that which is unconscious like you know to our consciousness so that we can then like you know be more become more conscious and like you enter back into that state of being like you know the dreamer um with, within the dream and not just unconsciously participating in this reality but being able to play a part in the healing and upliftment of consciousness here on earth which is like you know that reunification with the divine which is you know like the 
the power of love within ourselves that can help transform this world. And it helps trans, we do, we do that by transforming ourselves and we bring that to the world without. So I love all of you and thank you for allowing me to be here to share. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> Chris, thank you again, man. And uh, yeah, that's that's great. Just being able to listen to you. You got people are people are like be like that Chris man. He's like a philosopher wizard. Is that what is that what Ashley called you? Wizard philosopher? Yeah, we're all wizard philosophers. So no good practice though. All right, okay. Let's uh, keep passing the talking stick around again. We're we're pretty much close. So um, David Blair, we'll pass it over to you. And then um, David, did you want to go after that? Is that you're, you're cool. All right. Okay, cool, man. All right. Okay. So we're going to pretty much uh, after David, anybody else who wants to jump in for real quick, and then we'll coordinate with Rachel and Rachel's going to sing us a song. I think I assume I don't know. it's a surprise. Maybe Rachel, uh, sorry, David, go ahead. When you're ready, you can unmute yourself and jump right in. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so yeah, Brennan, just a couple last thoughts building off of what you said and Chris's as well. Um, kind of with the whole, uh, knights and armor shields and swords and all that good stuff um for me personally growing up i had kind of a father who was very much a man's man um boys are not allowed to cry they're not allowed to show their emotion they have to keep everything with help within themselves so i kind of took a fear of that and i very much shunned the masculine side of me and very much blossomed into the feminine so much to the point that i was very very in tune with the the divine feminine in, in its entirety but I wasn't balanced. Um, and I wound up getting out of touch with that divine feminine due to all of the hurt that it can open you up to because you are on a much higher emotional level. And um, after being hurt enough times and being open and exposed to that in that way, it wound up shutting me down to where I had all of these layers of armor uh, that I had on just to protect myself and kind of became identityless, didn't really have much of a divine feminine or masculine. It was just, hey, stay safe and keep yourself protected no matter what. I um, mean, it, it did take having a really good partner, someone that I could trust implicitly with all of my being to help shed those layers of armor, to give her the sword, to be there, to be the protector and be the one to support us while I'm able to help rediscover myself and bring myself back into that harmony and balance between the two sides. So like I said, Brenda, with what you were saying, it definitely takes a very strong level of trust to being able to trust that partner implicitly like that and being able to shed those layers of armor. Wonderful. David, thank you for sharing. And, and absolutely, again, even just by sharing that story, I, I think all of us relate to it within our own personal level in our own ways. So thank you, David. Awesome. All right. Um, I'm going to get closer. Let me, let me just double check. Um, anybody else want to jump in real quick? Ashley, yeah, just for a little, just a smidgen, go for it. This is smidgen. Um, first, just to uh, offer up my gratitude for the space and being able to hear from men and women and all their perspectives um, on the divine feminine. Yes, I too could talk about it for a million bajillion years, but just as a last um, little consensus for um, resources if people are interested in looking into this uh, further whether men women anything in between or outside of um, holy grail mysteries sophia mary magdalene isis mystery schools womb religions that is going to be your mother freaking hub okay this is the book i'm reading right now that i'm just like I just love, it's called the Magdalene Mysteries, um, the left-hand path of the feminine Christ because the Christ is a title, it's a consciousness and we 
probably will have to do like the divine marriage and like the aspect of um, that union. And just again, men here to support you, here to love you on your journey, and women as well. And much love and thank you. Awesome. Thank you again, Ashley, for joining in. And um, yeah, just thank you everyone so much for, for being a part of this discussion. This has been incredibly powerful. And, and again, as Chris is saying, you know, through these discussions, we get to make the unconscious conscious. We get to give things the opportunity to rise, to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be healed, to be expanded. So by everybody here, by, by you listening to this broadcast, by you being present in itself, the mere act of listening is a very kind of like feminine, divine feminine energy. So thank you for practicing that. And, and again, I think moving forward from beyond this broadcast, I, I think it's valuable for us to be able to begin to acknowledge the characteristics of these energies within us and then to be able to consciously, not unconsciously, perhaps repress them, so to speak, or to perhaps notice when when there is balance that that could be um, that 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 may be something we need to be, be able to bring attention to. I think in, again, in, in a lot of ways, and and whether or not um, uh, maybe maybe this is still something I, I don't know for sure yet, but I, I, I it's just an idea that I'll just say right now that I feel there is some degree of truth to it where i feel that again you know like a lot of like the behavior that we recognize as um uh, you know like toxic and unhealthy on both the masculine and the feminine sides of character uh, of, of you know of just doing things i feel like those character traits are a result of something that is not healed like like i i don't think that like those traits are literally oh that's just who we are like that's just we're just dumb people who you know like like i don't mean that in a derogatory way but like like you know we're like we're just people that do like you know horrible things and stupid you know and, and all this and stuff like that um but again i i feel like those actions are a result of something that is not healed within ourselves, and, and so again i think as we move forward let us pay attention to perhaps the parts of our our own energy that maybe we repress or maybe that come up in behavior where we have the opportunity to become self-aware of it and, and if you see yourself doing something that doesn't really fit that doesn't sit well sit well with you you know look at that look at that and be like you know like why like why did why did I act that way? Why did I like snap at one of my friends because they said something? Why did I feel so quick to be able to, you know, like put my voice in and do something that maybe now I'm kind of like second guessing and stuff like that. And look at those parts of yourself. Cause I think when you start getting curious, which again, is I feel a very feminine aspect, this idea of kind of like curiosity, you know, looking at the layers of things, um, you'll begin to, to see that that in itself is, is, you know, oftentimes a result of something within ourselves that we need to be able to bring more love to. And so I feel that moving forward, again, it, it is this journey of being able to cultivate balance, cultivate wholeness. And, and then through this, we, we have like the healthy characteristics of the divine feminine and the divine masculine, both um, nurtured and supporting each other uh, within, a, within a shared experience within each and every single one of us and together rising as a dyadic cyclone rising as a union rising as a pair so it's not literally this thing where it's like oh the divine feminine is rising and they're like you know and, and it's like it's like oh there goes the divine feminine it's like and then the divine feminine there's like see you guys later like peace out like we're out of here and then the divine masculine is just like what like what about 
like what about us right so it's like you know as the water rises so does every ship as the divine feminine rises it, it rises the divine masculine uh with it the divine masculine is just like obviously been kind of like risen but even still it hasn't really been risen um it's just been sort of um dominating um but even still you know now is a chance for us to kind of like reset things to redo things to start fresh um in some ways but but again i think being able to start fresh um as we heal simultaneously is very powerful and then just continuing to rise um in that marriage in that union together is is the story that is unfolding before us so thank you every single one of you for for you know nurturing the divine feminine wisdom within yourself for the nurturing the divine feminine archetype within yourself male female gender fluid whatever again i think even for a lot of us as we continue to evolve, we naturally begin to understand that within each of us, we kind of carry this natural fluidity, you know, however you choose to relate to that word where it's like, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm in a male body, but like I have masculine characteristics, but absolutely there's, there's parts of myself that, that are again, kind of like coming from that divine feminine energy. Um, but even in my own mind, it's, it's, it's kind of gotten to the point where again, you know, those labels are literally just what we use to kind of define opposite ends of a spectrum literally at the point where i'm at like i don't look at my characteristics and get really nitty-gritty and be like oh that's a very masculine thing that's a very feminine thing unless it's something that's kind of like out of balance then i'm like oh i probably should look at that but when i'm just kind of being myself and i'm coming from this very kind of like you know place of service and excitement and altruism and just being taken care of and of myself the energy that i'm expressing is something that is both masculine and feminine and and i don't know what the word is for that like maybe maybe there is a word for that you know like to, to like is that kind of where we're moving towards like where it is like kind of like this this shared kind of energy universal energy i don't know like i feel like there there should be a word for that where it is through the story of duality that we acknowledge that the, these two energies are opposite sides of the spectrum but when they balance through the middle um does that energy become a, do, do we give it a new name and and is that energy just love is it just life you know i, I feel like it is you know so anyways getting close to wrapping this up and uh we're gonna pass over to rachel <laughs> sorry rachel if i <laughs> go, go ahead rachel when when you're ready i was i i, I didn't see i didn't were you waving at me was that a were you did i no were i was you celebrating yes me you were, oh okay okay about what you just okay. said i was like yes cool yes. cool cool. What, what do you think rachel is there a name is there can we, can we is there like a name for that i, I think love is great i think love, that's yeah. it love is, that's a great love way love is it. like love is what the masters in throughout history all of the ascended masters were here to teach us was love and like love within ourselves and that we have the capacity of that i feel like um gosh I could go on about this so I feel like I shouldn't but um I feel like love is like again it's a construct but like there's so many layers behind even that word love like it's 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 a name we use to describe something that like I feel like transcends the physical like it isn't love isn't a physical thing it's very much like this like spiritual concept but like 
you could also use it to describe us as physical beings that like I don't know there's so many things like we are love and like we are all just love and yes and coming together and like that that we were just actually in the YouTube chat talking about the rainbow and the rainbow wave but um also the rainbow connection like when your spiritual purpose is realized in the physical world um that is the rainbow connection and so I mean, I feel like that all ties in together too. And like, I almost feel like you can't put a label on it because when we do reach that harmony between the two, then there would be no need for labels, if that makes sense. I don't know. I, I mean, like, that's like- Yeah, it's like, what, what are you, the you're love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all just love. Okay, so, wait, so. so did anyone else have things to say or you wanted me to say I'll just now? um I'll, I'll just say one thing real quick just because uh, it relates to what we were talking about and then we'll pass it right back to you Rachel um so this this is something that maybe some of you have heard me talk about this before but for me it just makes a lot of sense where when you look go back to the yin yang go back go back to like this symbol that we've been carrying you know even from the beginning of the broadcast and you look at it it has the yin and the yang the male and the female the light and the shadow the conscious and the unconscious the way how I've explained this before is, again, understanding that, you know, you cannot have one without the other because they are the same side of one spectrum. They're opposite sides of one spectrum. But what I think of is that, like, there is light and there is shadow. There is yin and there is yang. There is male and there is female. But then the circle around the, the yin yang, that in itself is a thing. And the circle around the yin yang, that is love. Like that, that is love. So it's not like, like some, some people get into this idea where they look at the yin yang and they associate it as being like, they, they do this and, and, and it's not like, I understand why, but they do it as a, you know, like love and fear, you know, good and bad sort of thing. But I think as soon as you do that, where you start kind of like putting things on that style of spectrum, you take away the notion of the idea that love is actually the all encompassing thing that holds both the shadow and the light, so to speak. So it's like, even within the shadow, that is still love. And that goes back to the idea that the shadow itself is the womb, the matriarch, that inner space, that is still love uh, as well. So um, again, that, I think that just kind of like reinforces this idea that, you know, like what are we moving towards? We're moving towards cultivating balance, cultivating harmony, and kind of like ascending in a kind of like not airy-fairy way um, the, the notion of labels to be able to integrate like a healthy union of these energies within us to literally just become the expression of the universe itself. And because that's the thing, right? Like the universe itself is genderless. Like, is that fair to say? Is the universe genderless, so to speak? It is more of like a ubiquitous thing. It is an all-encompassing thing. Um, so yeah, I, I think that is, that is kind of like a cool thing to just kind of keep in mind um, as we move through this journey is that as we heal the divine masculine and as we heal the divine feminine within each of us, we literally become a, a we become a, an even more actualized and crystallized embodiment of love of the expression of the universe as consciousness. So that's kind of what I wanted to be able to share and I'll pass it over to Rachel. Rachel, does that, does that make sense? Does that... I saw I, you yeah, were doing hard things. I, that must have been something good. Yeah, I was doing yeah. everything. Then I had to get up to get water okay. because I was like, oh no, now that it's time to sing, my it's mouth is all dry. So. Yeah, that's right. So, okay. Although, like everyone else is good though. I don't want to mm, like just... I believe we're good. Yeah, go for it, go for it Rachel. And then any, any final last words after this and then we'll wrap it up, so. Um, yeah, I feel like this, 
this song isn't so much the divine feminine. It's it's a it's an Irish song, um, and it's one that I actually um, heard all the time while I was studying abroad in Ireland, and um, I loved it and learned it. Um, but I feel like it really does touch on like the masculine and the feminine. So um, without further ado, it's um, the fields of Athen Rye. By a lonely prison wall, I heard a young girl calling. Michael, they have taken you away, for you stole Trevelyan's corn, so the young might see the morn. Now a prison ship lies waiting in the bay. Low lie the fields of Athenry, where once we watched the small free birds fly. Our love was on the wing. We had dreams and songs to sing. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. By a lonely prison wall, I heard a young man calling. Nothing matters, Mary, when you're free against the famine and the crown. I rebelled, they cut me down. Now you must raise our child with dignity. Lie the fields of Athenry, where once we watched the small free birds fly. Our love was on the wing. We had dreams and songs to sing. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. By a lonely harbor wall, she watched the last star falling as the prison ship sailed out against the sky. Sure she'll wait and hope and pray for her love in Botany Bay. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. I cut it, cut it short. I cut off the last chorus because I figured you already heard the chorus twice, but <laughs> I, I felt like it was uh, an appropriate song for how I was feeling in the energy tonight with the, the masculine and feminine and also my Irish heritage too was coming out a little bit there. Um, my Irish ancestry that is. Um, anyway, thank you for letting me sing because I always love an opportunity. <laughs> absolutely and and honestly again like even just like seeing seeing your smile there rachel i think is a very powerful representation symbolically of again kind of like the divine feminine in their nature where again it's like I actually 
major like spine tingles spine yeah yeah like activation like, sensation especially right. at the part where we were singing about now you must raise our child with dignity it was like i don't know i just oh, had like this right crazy. yeah i was probably like tapping into <gasps> yeah i felt it yeah 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 i was probably tapping into like primordial energies where it's just like oh this is bringing me back like memories of a past life and being that you know archetype and family and oh baby fever so yeah so oh, yeah, the baby fever <laughs> hey guys get it too man it's it's a cool thing um but uh what i was just gonna say is like even again literally just like rachel just seeing rachel in this moment just kind of like again smiling like why but because again like here we have created this space as a community and and also again you know i i acknowledge that as masculines we are helping hold this space where it's just like please like sing us a song like and 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 they're like oh i would love to sing you a song i would love to express myself and again it's very much like this creative energy so it's it's that that's what i'm talking about of being able to sort of like see the beauty of the divine feminine in action and then to be able to celebrate it i the world needs more of that the world needs more of that and that's where again that was part of the intention of this podcast um and and i actually wanted to to ask um even ashley and and anybody else because i i i was going to mention this earlier and i just forgot um some of you would have seen actually uh posted a little bit of a video today where i was basically the literal video was just like hey this is like a thank you to all of the conscious female creators on TikTok. Like it was literally just like, this is like a genuine from my heart to all the women on TikTok creating like spiritual content, like thank you. Like that video is literally going viral right now, like as we speak. And 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 I just feel like, like, I don't know, like I might be the very first person on TikTok to literally create a video that is like specifically doing that, that is specifically kind of like addressing that specific notion. Um, and I honestly, I encourage and invite and not, I don't challenge isn't the right word, but I invite people to um, specifically masculine, but also feminine to literally create posts of like gratitude for the feminine. Because I think like, just like the absence of that, it's like, it's like they're almost used to not being celebrated as sad as that sounds um but what would it mean if more of the masculine literally just started like celebrating the feminine and i think the feminine will just be like whoa like this is like i like this like i'm gonna show up even more because i know that like you're appreciating the effort that i'm putting into this sort of thing um and it's also like something that is like powerful for the male to be able to express to be able to do that in a way where you know like again if this was like high school or something like that like I, someone would probably get like picked on for for doing something like that because it's so like anti-masculine or something um but i think it is it's a very beautiful thing to be able to do that so i encourage us to be able to consciously perhaps bring that into our content or at least just our personal lives our relationship um to be able to express gratitude and to celebrate uh that divine feminine and, and again in doing that we're gonna see the fostering of more of this divine feminine um energy really rising into their power where like it's it's coming out of their heart and as masculine and, and again feminine amongst feminine as well just to be able to be like yes like keep doing that i I like one of the most powerful things that as men that we can do for women is to be able to like acknowledge to them that we trust their ability to decide what's best for them and to trust their ability to be able to to choose like how they wish to express themselves because that's again that's kind of like this wounded thing where a lot of the men will be like no like I like you're like, I don't, I don't think you can make decisions for yourself properly. I'm going to make them for you. Or I don't like it when you express yourself that way. I'm going to tell you what to do. Where it's like, the women are like, yo, like I've got a song in my heart and it wants to sing. And for the males to be able to be like, please, 
Like without me having to tell you what to do, I just want to see what you do. And I'm going to create this space for you to do it because I think in this process of creating that space, um, it births something within the divine feminine. It gives them this expression in this space to kind of liberate themselves and to dance and to create and to lead and to inspire. Um, and that I think is again, kind of like this incredibly beautiful aspect of this uh, divine feminine energy that is rising. That is just kind of like, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful that the divine feminine energy, again, you know, you just think of like, seeing a woman like dancing in a very kind of like sensual way um there's a reason it melts our hearts because i think like on a deep spiritual level we're actually seeing something that we're like reminded of like it actually it's not just a woman dancing it's like whoa like this is like something like way deeper this is like the universal energy that i'm acknowledging expressing itself it's very psychedelic uh in a lot of ways just to see a woman kind of like intuitively connect with that and again even for men uh to be able to connect with that but usually the women are going to help us kind of like learn how to be able to connect with even the medicine of dancing as well right um but yeah rachel i was just curious to ask and then we're going to get right into the end of the the episode um and we'll finish off the meditation any other closing thoughts and gratitude we'll go around the circle one last time um, when I made that video today, and, and again, for those of you who haven't seen it, check out my TikTok. And it's just literally, again, this video kind of like thanking female creators and saying like, yes, keep doing it and everything like that. Um, what did you think of that video? Like, how did that make you feel? Because there's a lot of comments on it where women were just like, yo, like, thank you. This is awesome. We need more of this. Um, any thoughts on that, Rachel? Assuming you saw that video. Actually, I did. I did. Uh, I'm very glad that I did see it because then I would be like, oh, no, like I didn't see it. But no, I did see it. Um, and I didn't comment, but I, I liked, I went through and liked a few of the comments. Um, but I feel like I agreed with a lot of what the other women were saying in that, like, it just was like, you were coming from this place of like, not trying to like, like, it was very much like very humble. Like you weren't like, oh, like, like it didn't sound like like it like this again goes back to what I was talking about where like it the masculine is all about like I know best like I know things like you know and like it didn't come from this place of like oh I know like it wasn't like oh I know how you feel as divine feminine it was like more of like this like I am holding space for you as divine feminine and like that's really all it comes down to is the holding space and like this kind of is bringing me back to what you mentioned in the very beginning about the shapes too though that the feminine is like the more of like the cup shape the circle the curved line and then the masculine is like a straight line like I feel like you almost were like emulating more of like this the curved line energy of like holding this like space like holding a vessel like like creating more of like this vessel for women to feel more empowered by the like you know what I mean like it was more like I feel like like your energy was very like I was speak I was speaking it, your it, language. You just yeah, it did. It seemed your energy seemed like you were like tapping into your divine feminine in sharing that video. If I guess that that's the bet that's exactly what I meant to say. Yes. You were tapping into your divine feminine in sharing that video and you were like emulating more of like this container holding space instead of like the penetrating like straight line energy of like here's the facts. It was like, okay, like I'm holding space for you as the divine feminine. And it was really beautiful. And yes, uh, it was a great video. Sweet. Thank you for creating that. 
thanks i i I hope it's my most viral video ever like honestly i feel like even just as simple as it sounds like oh that's just a tiktok like honestly i feel like seeing that tiktok for some and and i'm not trying to assume this and everything like that but i think for some women they're like they're like this gives me hope like if if he's out there then like i want more of that like i want i want more men that are kind of like in that same energy and again and and i said that on behalf of all the men who who again kind of like are are holding that energy because i think again what i said even if i was the first person to make a video of it i'm not the only person who feels it who echoes it but again i think the more of us as men who can continue to kind of like like you said kind of tap into our divine feminine and and open this 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 expression within our heart and to hold space of the divine feminine i think that's going to be incredibly incredibly powerful um yeah i don't know ashley did you have any thoughts on that video like i'm not like i don't know if it's we can skip that's fine we'll, we'll skip chris did you have thoughts on that what i mean well final thoughts final thoughts for anybody last last time around the circle um for for anybody here but again i, I think this has been a great discussion um everyone so um and if you guys are cool we can just we can even go right into the meditation in a minute chris did you have something to say like did you have your hand up i wasn't sure oh yeah, yeah? okay <laughs> sorry go for it chris oh yeah i was gonna say like um I actually didn't get a chance to like watch that the entirety of that video, but I think just even judging from like what you guys were talking about, like I feel like I can ascertain, you know, like and what you were just saying, you know, like just really like tapping into like, you know, more of that like femininity within ourselves. And I think that like the last kind of closing thoughts that I wanted to just say, like, you know, like within that is just that, you know, like as much as we are like, you know, like encouraging and you know, promoting that divine like the divine feminine like within others like you know like again like it comes back to that like you know we have both of those aspects within ourselves so just as you were tapping into that like you know for that video you know into that divine feminine kind of energy you know it's like we i think we can ask ourselves like you know as as beings like you know like both male and female like you know like how can we tap into the energy that is not like needing to be controlled so much but we are like being more allowing for like you know spirits guidance like you know really just to flow through us like you know we're receiving and we're being that open conduit where we're like holding space for the divine like feminine within us literally like we're literally like holding space like to be receptive and to be like receivers of information instead of just looking outside of ourselves for all of these different answers or like just projecting whatever it is like onto others like you know from our past or you know like from you know like our our wants and stuff like that instead like you know like allowing this kind of like free-flowing kind of like creative energy to kind of like come from within us and I think that you know that comes from this like um you know like it's so much more intuitively based and I think that like you know like in a lot of what I share and a lot of the messages that I do you know like I feel like I do tap into that kind of like you know feminine kind of uh energy of just you know like allowing whatever I feel is coming up in the moment to come so I think that's something that can be really beneficial for like you know creators of of all kinds like you know to do is really like tapping into that like the free-flowing energy of being able to speak like in the moment and being able to speak from the heart instead of coming from this place of like oh like you know like I am have this information and it's because this person said it and like that that's what makes it valuable and that's why you should listen to it instead it's like this like being able to share things like that come from the heart where people can see you like in your vulnerability like you know and I think that that whole idea of like you know just tapping into that idea of vulnerability and openness it, it, it go, it's it's not this like contracted kind of closed like space but rather it's like open and expressive and it's like you know like it's it is those like free-flowing like waters like you know, like that that energy of just kind of like 
allowing things like to that do that are coming to the surface like you know to come out like you know it's like the the re the repressed energy within males so often like you know is that energy of just like not feeling like they can express their femininity in so many ways like you know because they don't they feel like that's like something that women wouldn't like and even what Ashley was saying before is like you know women actually do like love that and stuff like that so it's being able to kind of like step out of these like paradigms that are like created by the mind like you know it's literally like these limiting beliefs and these constraints like that are kind of put upon us like but from society and stuff like that that says like you know like for men to and even what David was saying before too like you know like when when men like uh typically like you know are like expressive and they like let out their emotions and stuff like that like it's just kind of like it seems like they may be shamed amongst like other men and stuff like that but it's really being able to hold space for all of this like open expression of like you know feeling and like you know tapping into that realm instead of just like kind of uh being so in, in the opposite sense of uh you know like not tapping into our emotions and and holding those things back like you know i think it's really about being able to open up and to tap into the, the feminine energy like like you did like you know within that video in order to kind of like show people and to um to show the way of openness and vulnerability that like you know comes from it comes from the heart and not the mind that wants to try and control reality and and uh you know yeah <laughs> being able to tap like into that energy a lot more so yeah i guess just my closing like things are the same that i said before is that like you know like, i love each and every single one of you and i'm just grateful to be a part of this discussion and yeah like i just had those things come up because i just think that it's yeah important for us like you know as creators to be sharing and speaking from the heart and from like our emotions and allowing that to be seen instead of just kind of like uh trying to speak things that have already been said like you know like it's really birthing something new and i think that like, you know, like that's the whole idea of like you know, like the feminine energy in of itself is that, like you know it gives birth to something new and in, in order to create something new here on earth we need to be tapping into that energy that is like you know bringing forth like these new ideas and thoughts that come to the surface that like aren't a resultant of us like questioning and doubting ourselves so much but it's like the wisdom of the heart that like that we can all tap into and yeah i just wanted to say that so yeah i love you all i'm done now <laughs> feel complete awesome thank you thank you chris and yeah, I, I really, I really appreciate, uh, again, you know, just the, the leaders amongst us, uh, particularly, again, just um, the, the fellow men who are joining us here, um, because, I, again, I feel that, like, each of us in our, in our own way do just kind of, like, already honor and carry the, the, the divine feminine within each and every single one of us. And, and this old paradigm would say, oh, doing so would make you weak. But, but in fact, doing so actually makes us stronger, you know, for, for, for each of us, for each of, you know, the people who are listening to this, but particularly like, I, cause I, I've noticed that I've noticed that with Chris where like Chris and I get along because Chris and I kind of have like this similar style where we are just kind of like very much kind of like in tune with our um, emotional awareness. And, and we like talking about our feelings and everything like that. And, and, and again, I, 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 I feel uh, for, for David and David as well. I just haven't gotten to know you as well, but I feel again, it's kind of like this similar thing where both of us have already, all of us have kind of like been well along our process of integrating this divine feminine um, energies and archetype. And, and 
I'll just say real quick and then we'll get into our closing meditation or any other quick uh, closing thoughts is that going back to the video that I made and, and again, Rachel just kind of talking about why it, what it meant to, to her, um, but then also what it meant to me to be able to have that reception was incredibly powerful. I, I didn't really know what to expect when I made that video. I'm like, I hope they like it. I hope you know like i think it's pretty good it's coming from a genuine place and uh but but then to see the comments and, and there's a bunch of comments i haven't even read yet you know i'm looking forward to reading them and, and replying to them um but here i am you know doing something that it, it was for me it wasn't outside of my comfort zone it wasn't that radical and i think the fact that it almost seems as if it's radical kind of tells the story of where we're at um but also points to the idea that this is what we need more of um but for me to be able to openly express kind of like my feminine quality aspects of myself and then to have other feminine you know carriers of that energy literally celebrate me in doing that is actually very very empowering and, and to be able to feel that I think again I think it's something that can be kind of like reflected within the microcosm and the macrocosm of, of society uh, as well and you know how can we do that um, as leaders how can we do that you know in the future how can we do that uh, with our peers as well so I love the idea that Chris was saying about the birthing process and, and, and we'll just mention this and we'll get close to wrapping it up. Um, that has always been a very, very powerful element of the divine feminine. And, and again, you know, for males, we birth things too. We birth things all the time. We birth uh, both male and female, but again, you know, we, we birth ideas, we birth projects, we birth relationships, we birth visions, you know? So again, I think just being able to understand that, again going back to this idea that like we as males like we literally are feminine we literally are the female we carry everything that the female has maybe this is i don't know i'm just thinking off this maybe i'm wrong in saying this but like almost everything that the female has we have too but we've just suppressed it you know and now being able to understand that it's there actually gives us this ability to kind of tap into this power as birthers but what do the males birth? Again, we birth art, we birth vision, we birth community as well as females as well. Um, and I think it's a very powerful thing for, for men to be able to consciously think about the things that they want to birth uh, into this world to be able to help make it a better place and to, and to honor that kind of gestation uh, process and that incubation process. And I think that's a lot of what the feminine does. It's like, oh, this is more than just an idea. This is something that must be incorporated and embodied you must bring it into you in order to be able to receive it um, in order to be able to sit with it in order to be able to feel it in order to be able to heal it in order to be able to grow and to be inspired so it's been a beautiful conversation everyone and again i know i know um we're already way past our, our original duration but obviously um stay tuned come back next week for part two of spiritual wisdom of divine feminine no i don't know but we'll have to i, I think if you guys want to we could we could do the divine masculine because i'd be curious to just kind of get create space to hear what that sounds like right you know um but yeah thank you again everyone for tuning in let me just do one last check um, before we move into our closing meditation um, anybody else want to jump in with any just like closing thoughts of gratitude even before we finish off with the meditation uh, you guys are welcome to and yeah David go go right ahead dude any closing thoughts gratitude go for it man thanks again for yeah I just wanted to, to, to thank everybody today for this this was was absolutely divine <laughs> this was this was really great and um, I just I, I look forward to seeing you guys again later but this is just a wonderful thing feel like everybody including in the chat everybody's been so open and receptive and listening and uh that's it just thanks and thanks for you know making this happen
Awesome, David. Thank, thank you as well, man. And yeah, looking forward to being able to connect further and support what, what we're creating here together as a team. Um, quick reminder as we get into the end, uh, refresh this link if you're watching this live and you can find the links to the creators from this episode that were on air so you can make sure you're following them and uh, support them on their channels as well. So um, any, anybody else real, real quick before we move into the meditation? It's just going to be a regular standard meditation. Okay, let's move into our meditation and then we'll wrap up this broadcast and go run around in our bare feet underneath the moonlight. So I don't know, that's what I want to do. <laughs> All right. So if everybody here, when you're ready, just go ahead, set things up so that you can just kind of close your eyes and just join in for a little bit of meditation. This is just kind of like standard meditation. For those of you in the YouTube chat, just kind of leave the chat for a second. And so, just taking a moment here, just allowing yourself, when you're ready, go ahead and close your eyes. And as you listen to my voice, just allowing yourself to bring awareness to your breath. Soft, gentle inhales and soft, gentle exhales. And as you breathe here, just acknowledging even the breath itself carries with it the archetype, it carries with the patterns. Breathing on the inhale, if you want, you can choose to associate that with the divine feminine energy. Releasing on the exhale, if you want, you can honor that as a divine masculine. The two sides, the yin and the yang. Understanding that we literally carry both within us, within each and every single breath. So just straighten up your spine, open your shoulders, relax your face. Put your hands in a comfortable position. And as we bring awareness to our heart, to this gratitude that we've been carrying with us since the very beginning of this broadcast and beyond, you can gently put your hands on your chest if you want. And just go back to the visualization of all of us just standing in that, just being in that circle right from the beginning of the discussion. Just imagining all of us and just taking a look around. And just seeing the faces, the people we've heard, the people in the chat, the people who are listening to this afterwards. And just honoring them, thanking them for showing up literally just by you listening to this conversation you you continue to just be able to level up you take part in a very important conversation you literally help carry with you the expansion of consciousness as you listen as you learn as you grow so take a moment here to just kind of honor everyone see their face smile at them thank them thank them for doing the work thank them for honoring the divine masculine and feminine within within all of us, within all beings, honoring the love. Visualizing here, you can imagine all of us just kind of standing up <clears throat> in this moment and just slowly coming together for a nice big group hug if you wish to imagine this. And just take a moment here to just imagine all of us <clears throat> standing together in this hug and just feeling the presence of this community, feeling the love of this team feeling the inspiration we are creating together, showing up and doing the work, like showing up as like fierce spiritual warriors, like showing up to be able to make the unconscious conscious. This isn't no like spiritual, like fluff show or anything like that. Acknowledging like the work, the real work that each of us is doing, that each of us is carrying, that each of us is here to be able to help do. So just imagining right now, you can add a physical sway to your body, just a little bit of left and right. And just imagine just kind of like this group hug, just breathing like an organism. So just feeling the sway of this group hug. 
And we'll just take a moment here. I'm going to stop talking. Just allow yourself to speak words of kindness to the team. And to also be able to hear kindness, to hear words of inspiration. And even right now, maybe even just connecting with the divine feminine within your heart right now. What does it say to you or what do you want to say to it? So just take these next few moments to speak to the members of the community, but to also maybe just speak with the divine feminine within your heart. Practice listening, practice speaking. Go ahead and just be here just for a few moments as you continue to imagine us just kind of in this group hug together. Beautiful. And so in this moment, as we get ready to conclude this practice, conclude this broadcast, conclude this gathering, the sacred space, something that came through in my heart, both something I said and something that was said is just the words of just, and the feeling of being proud, being proud of others, being proud of those who are here to take part in in the real work and so just allowing ourselves to be able to feel when we think of being proud what does that mean i think being proud is again kind of seeing us step into our destiny and so when we feel the divine feminine kind of like speaking to us in our heart and being like oh like i'm proud of you i'm proud of you what does that mean that means you're doing the work and you're showing up and you're showing up for something bigger than yourself. So for each and every single one of you that are listening to this, you're doing the work. And so on behalf of the wisdom of the divine feminine within my own heart that I honor, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Just deep gratitude. So just imagine all of us hugging in this circle and you can physically just hug yourself right now. Just give a little bit of a squeeze to yourself right here yeah go team and gently release when you're ready slowly taking a picture of this within your mind allowing yourself to return back to space at any time gently bringing awareness back to your physical body when you're ready slowly open your eyes wiggle your fingers wiggle your toes and return your awareness to the space around you Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you again, everyone, so much for, for being here and for supporting this space that we are creating together, for helping facilitate, for helping hold it, for helping honor it. It has been an honor. It has been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll close off the, the broadcast in, in the next moment. Um, any, any final words of gratitude that anybody else just wants to pop in before we, or any message that maybe came through from Mother Goddess, from the Divine Feminine, even just within that moment, or even if you just want to tap into it within your heart, closing thoughts, closing messages. Um, you guys are welcome to share anything. You guys good? You guys good? Cool. I like that. That's a good message. Silence and stillness. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. I'll learn from that. Very clever. 
I'll take notes. All right. Okay. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. Again, the story continues through the love that we share. Tune in again for future team podcasts that we do Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out the recordings on also on mp3 in the show notes and also be, be sure if you want if you listen on uh on itunes you can find us at paradigm shift radio so that you can listen on the go conveniently like this video on youtube please feel free to leave a comment invite your friends and be sure to connect with all the creators on this broadcast and again special thank you to our patreon supporters who help make this broadcast possible if you've enjoyed this broadcast and you're like hey i'd love to be on air for a future team podcast be sure to check out more about becoming a leading member and you can join on patreon there at the 11 dollar a month and thank you so much and please feel free to connect to our team chat as well and we will be back here again for more uh more team podcasts that we uh yeah and each one that we do i can just feel the consciousness expanding and and i'm really excited i'm really excited about what we're moving into together and it's because of because of because of us because of what we are showing is possible so thank you for helping lead the way for helping lead the shift so on behalf of myself and the rest of the team and for everybody here, thank you so much for showing up. And for everybody here, go ahead and gently unmute your microphones and join me in making some ridiculous wolf noises or something like that as we send some love to all the amazing people who are tuned into this broadcast one more time. So everybody here, thank you everyone. We love you. Send them some love. Oh, oh, oh. We love you guys. Awesome. <laughs> all right thank you again everyone you guys can gently mute yourself i'm just bringing up the outro music and as always keep it shifty and we will see you in the future peace and wholeness Special thank you to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this podcast. Be sure to check out more of Danny's work in the YouTube info below. Thank you, Danny.